I'm the target of a meat missile going 150 miles an hour plus. That got really <laughs> exciting all of a sudden. I'm doing canopy safety. Um, I drive like an Asian, so I don't know if it's the most appropriate thing ever. I'm killing it. Utah, give me two. You're listening to Gravity Lab Radio, hosted by DJ Marvin and Nicholas Lott. Produced by Justin Grubbs. Have we talked about skydiving the whole time? Yeah, we, we've got our only listener here. <laughs> no, Eloy is pretty pretty consistent. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, gosh, I sure like him. He, I stole the back uh, mic back just to say hi to him, man. I like him a lot. <laughs> it's like... So it, wait, are we, are we going to be live soon? What are we doing? Are we? Be live. We can keep talking. I don't care. Oh, I just want to. I just want to make sure that is we it? give a. I don't want to be live. Give a shout so out. So the best thing you can do for that I is just try I not usually to usually like surprise. <laughs> <laughs> just hold your breath. <laughs> Did you say hold your two, breath? Two hands. Yeah. No yeah. breath. <laughs> you can do that too if it makes you feel better. But uh, yeah, it does. If, uh, it does. All right. Yeah, if your heart is racing, just panic. Just hyperventilate. <laughs> That's just the best move. Breathe really, yeah. really fast. Yeah, just get it over with. <laughs> I feel like it's happening. Is it started happening? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. So I want to start no, I'm this. Okay, let's quit. <laughs> Panic attacks, I'm out. baby. I'm out. Just is it, hit the pause button and let's just uh, go back to Smash <laughs> Burger. Go back. Just go back. Oh wow, that's my <laughs> voice. I can hear it over there. That's strange. Uh, I feel like the most appropriate thing is to give a shout out to Eloy. Yeah, because I love him. He's probably been waiting since seven. And I called him Eloy for the first uh, while of knowing him. So, Everyone uh, does. Eloy. Yeah, me too. And now every time I think about Skydive Arizona, I think about Skydive Eloy. Eloy. <laughs> it fucks me up. Yeah. <laughs> I they can't keep that. switching. They need to change their name. They do. We should hopefully. Maybe you've listening. been saying it wrong the whole time. Yeah. I think that's true. Mm. It could be it. Eloy. Eloy. Yeah. What about Alloy? Does he accept that? No. Eloy. Eloy. You say hello. Yeah, hello. To Eloy. Hello, Eloy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds weird when you say it mm. so fast. I like it, though. I'm into it. <laughs> Right. So, uh, Miss Mel, welcome to the podcast. Hey. Hi. What's up? How hey, you hey, you're in a room with several other people, and you're doing great so far. Yeah, it's it's weird, but I'm here. You're doing good. Mm. What's weird about it? The fact that there's three men on the couch when there's normally two. We have three Just people on the couch. I think it's, it's all the clothes everyone's wearing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did take usually. off a layer before the show started. Mm. It, it usually gets hot. I sweat, and I didn't want to sweat next to that. Well... I feel like I'm giving you the maximum amount amount of space here. Yeah, it's actually. Do we need to get closer? We could. Yeah, we could get closer, and then it would make me easier to do like the dual mic thing because I am like I'm holding it right now. <laughs> I just <laughs> hold on, don't move. This got really weird because I leaned in to pretend kiss you, and you know what I found behind you? DJ's fingers, which I am still <laughs> touching. Yeah, dude, I'm in it's the hot r- zone. There's a lot of shit <laughs> dude, going there's, on around there, me. Yeah, there's some tension, and you're right <laughs> in the middle of it. <laughs> Fuck, and it's live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, that was an intense moment. And I had it just on you guys. It was, was just you three. We were romantic. absolutely holding hands the entire time. My mom is going to be so proud. I told you this felt like a porno. No. He, leaned, he leaned to grab my microphone. I was like, oh, shit, he's kissing me already. <laughs> I had zero thought that this microphone was even involved. Oh, my God. Okay, great. So, yeah, if you don't want to talk, you just be quiet and we'll keep... Dudes will know. kiss dudes before night's end. It's Perfect. just going to happen. That's why I like it. We, we were having that conversation off air, right? Like, I was I was thinking about the dudes kissing dudes conversation. Uh-huh. It's just... It's <laughs> <laughs> like this, this, is, probably, this is what you were thinking about well, on your quiet drive here? Uh, yeah, actually. I, it just came into my mind. Like... It's not that I'm not down. <laughs> it's just it's not as funny to me as it used to be. Like I used to really think it was funny. I, it was fucking hilarious to me. 
now it's just something that like I'll do it, but I'm not <laughs> I'm not as excited. So about I'm it. interested in the female perspective from both of you. I think most guys you would want say us to kiss. No, (laughs) no. I mean, (laughs) I was going to say most guys find it attractive when two females kiss, right? Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any feelings about watching two dudes kiss? I think it's sexy. You should try it right now. We already established I have kissed both of these men on the mouth. But I haven't seen it. Well, you should have been hanging out for longer. Mm -hmm. That's what you get from being the the new guy. (laughs) I mean, me kissing you on the cheek is definitely on video. Yeah, yeah, I have seen that. that, Yeah, there's multiple takes. I'm just kidding. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, no, no. We need to do it again. Did you see that video? Because you you posted it. Uh, yeah, publicly. I did, right? I've I did watched that, that internet, thousands you know? of times. Yeah. I know it's so good. Yeah, it's I watch good. it daily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really was there good. anything that stood so out good. for you? What was your favorite the kiss? Definitely. That's I just keep yeah. replaying that. But yeah, me too. Except yeah. it's it's in my mind. Yeah, I don't have to uh, look anywhere. Yeah. It's just it's in there. Was that what yeah. you were thinking about on your drive over here, thinking about kissing dudes? I mean, I'm sure it was in there somewhere. When you think about kissing dudes, what do you see? I don't see anything. I feel mustache on my mustache. Yeah, it's fucking weird because I'm not used to that. Because you're closing your eyes, getting all into <laughs> it. Like, mm. Gross. But what if you kissed a guy that didn't have facial uh, hair? I don't know. I feel like every dude I kissed has had facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said those sentences before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, mom. <laughs> mm. Are we going to do an experiment then? Look around the door. I don't know how you're doing yeah. this, but like you're getting a lot out of us right now, and it's your show. You're you're not saying anything, and you're getting us to say everything. Mm. It's great. <laughs> Look, see. I, I mean, you're doing it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Now you tell us something. I I do kiss dudes as well. Okay. Is it weird to have a man's facial hair in your mouth? <laughs> Uh, no, because that's more normal to me, I guess, than it is for you guys. When Alex said he's only kissed men with facial hair, I thought about how your whiskers, like how hair from your mouth would feel inside my mouth. I don't want to do that. It's kind of like dog hair. Like it's not. Yeah, who wants a like, dog hair? Like in their some mouth? men have have like wiry facial hair, and some of mine is like that, but the mustache is not. It's just like long, wispy bullshit. <laughs> I still don't want feminine. Be- I have a feminine. Mustache. <laughs> okay, you talked me into it. <laughs> Just close your mouth, and I'm going to put my open mouth over your lips. I mean, like CPR style? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it seems like less of a turn on now. Hey, Mel, Mm -hmm. this is what it's like. I'm sorry. Every time it gets a bit awkward, I like hold the mic with two hands like Tommy, and I'm like, got it. I'm I'm here. You're on it. You're doing great. That's honestly one of the biggest struggles of the podcast is when there's good conversation happening, and then someone's voice starts to trail off like this, and it's like, man, we're missing it. And there's only so many times I want to remind someone to, to talk into the microphone before I feel like it's just ruining the conversation. Take it on. Yeah. Hmm. You're doing good. Thanks. So, uh, welcome back to America. Thanks. It's good to be back. I, uh, we did some kind of American stuff today. Oh, we did. We did. Do, yeah. you, want, is, do you think your mom's ever going to hear any of this? I hope not. Not if I don't send her the link. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Are you going to send your mom the oh, link? We're going to see how it goes. Okay, great. <laughs> Is it mom or mum? Mum. Mum. I don't know. I don't mom. know. <laughs> yeah, you've you got like a hybrid UO yeah, sound it's there. Yeah, it's a strange accent. Where mom. are you from? Mm, Australia originally. Perth. Origi- how long did you spend time in Australia? You say Australia. The first 18 years. Okay, and then, so yeah, grew up there. Been out. For the last decade or so. I've <laughs> been out. You escaped the prison I colony. I did, yeah. And where, where have you gone? Well, I've come to Texas. I've in the... <laughs> yeah, I know. America. Yeehaw. Texas is actually the only place I've been in America, which is uh, quite a unique <laughs> experience. Um, 
I've been to a lot of places. I've been to about 45 countries in the last 10 Are years. Are you shitting me? 45 countries? Jesus about about 45. Yeah. Man, that's a, that's a bigger number than I was ready to hear. Really? Yeah. For, who's, who's been to 45 countries? <laughs> no I've been to Texas, like six. How many countries have you been to, Alex? Three? Four? Off oh. the top of my head? Yeah. Three or four? You don't, act, what do you, mean? you don't have I, to I act don't, impressed. It's not, it's not even close to your <laughs> number, but... Yeah, I think three, four. I don't know. You're putting me on the spot here. <laughs> okay, so ten between the two of us. DJ, DJ, how many countries have you been to? Five. Okay, Elsa. Uh, four. So but you've got yeah. you've been to twice as many countries as but the rest of us put together. Yeah. Okay. That's a few. <laughs> yeah. So, so first of all, lot. more than most people. Period. But Europe is a little bit easier. <laughs> like, how many sure. states have you been to? Yeah, you've only been to one state. I've been to like forty of them. That's true. And 40 Bam. states yeah. is like that 40 is countries in some continents. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. So, uh, you've still been a shitload of places. Mm. So I'd rather be to be to countries than states, though. Just saying. <laughs> Other than the obvious, because you're here in Texas having a ton of fun, what's the most interesting country you've been to? Most interesting? Ooh. Most enjoyable, maybe? Depends what I'm doing there. Um, I've had... So I had a pretty unique experience in China. I was teaching English there for a while. So I wouldn't say it was the most enjoyable country, but it was certainly uh, very eye-opening to me. So do you speak Chinese? No. Not at all? No. So all of your students had some level of English? They No, actually, none. I was more like a babysitter for kindergarten children. So it was like I hold up the, the color blue and say blue and they all laugh. And I had like helping teachers that dealt with the, the naughty ones and stuff like that. But it was a lot of fun. It was pretty intense. It's China, so they have like 40 kids per classroom. Yeah. And they're like four to six years old, and I'm supposed to just keep them entertained with only English. And uh, so we did a lot of songs, a lot of singing, a lot of dancing. That was about it. So how do you discipline a Chinese kid who doesn't, you guys have zero words in common? I call over one of the Chinese teachers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah well, that makes sense. I just imagine I just imagine you locked in a room with 40 kids, and you're just no you're it no happens idea. sometimes, and I would just kind of ignore those kids. They're Chinese, so they, they do just sit in their chairs. So if they're being naughty, it's not like they're running around uh, like other like in Australia or in England or anywhere like mm -hmm. that. They're all they do just stay in their chairs. They just get a bit loud. So I just <laughs> kind of ignore those ones and, and move to someone else. Move to one of the ones I can remember their names because that was tricky. Do you know that DJ is half Japanese? I wouldn't. We couldn't tell. Yeah, he looks like a white guy, yeah. right? I was surprised yeah. too. But if you want to say some you know passive aggressive remarks about any Asian people. How they drive. He'll pretend to be. Oh, offended. dude, horrible. Mm. Horrible. Asian drivers, no survivors. Hang on. So you no. drove today for the first time in how long? For quite a while, actually. I haven't. I drove twice while I was in Norway, like all of last year. And that was last summer. That, was, you that was a year, yeah. Australia drives on the left side of the road. We drive on the left with the steering wheel on the right. Yeah. Have you ever driven a car on the right side of the road? I have driven in... Oh, yes, I think so. I've driven in England... Portugal, okay. Norway, and like a few different, but only like one or two times. Generally, if there's someone else there that can drive, I'd just let them. Yeah. Um, so yes, but every single time I try a new car, I have to get someone, we, we had to drive around the block so that I could make sure I knew where all the buttons were and like I knew which side of the road I was supposed to be on and so all that kind is, of stuff. Would she, hit the, yeah? would she hit the accelerator <laughs> instead of the brakes? I didn't know if she was fucking with me or not. I, I, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I asked him, which one's the brake? And he was like, haha, like, and I was like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, and then I hear reversed? the engine go, <laughs> <laughs> Are they reversed whenever the steering wheel is reversed? No, I don't no, think so. it's not. No? The pedals okay. stay the same. So what's the most confusing part of changing sides of the car and sides of the road? 
I think because of how infrequently I drive, it's actually less confusing to me because I don't have any preconceived notion. <laughs> You're just always confused. I, I'm just, I always get in like it's a fresh start. The thing that fucks with me the absolute most, I've heard this answer a lot, is I go to turn my left signal on and I clean my windshield off. The, wi- oh, the yeah. blinker, Elsa, does change sides. Oh, okay. And that fucks my... Like, Valerie made so much fun of me. Every time we try to turn somewhere, I'm cleaning the windows. Like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> I just don't ask where that is, so I only know where the indicator is. So I was saying to Nick, like, just driving here then, the windshield was getting a little bit wet, yeah. and I was, like, struggling to see, but I didn't know how to clean it, so I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> You're like, don't push any other more buttons or levers. Yeah, actually, I high-beamed you at some point. I was like, oh, wonder what, wonder Wait, so you were following Nick? here yeah for sure okay the white van that makes a lot i was the creepy guy i was also driving here because that's how we got here makes sense right i drove here too and (laughs) traffic was fucking terrible i almost got like two accidents and i'm i live here i'm used to driving i as it was happening i i could only think like mel is probably shitting her fucking pants right now because it was uh it was hectic but it wasn't that bad for you guys no this podcast is scarier than that we we had some some slowing (laughs) <laughs> but you know, it was like, there was a, a predictable pace changes, right? Like there yeah. were no brake slamming. No, moments. you drive. Ni- yeah, you d- I, drove nicely. <laughs> you know, Tex followed me here once, and he said I drove. He he made a joke that following my van was like following OJ Simpson. I didn't appreciate it. What scares me about all of this is you pass me on the freeway when we're on it at the same time. <laughs> Alex also shakes his head, just that he does. So. Oh, you, you've certainly <laughs> passed me a handful of times, but I drive, I used to drive really slow because my van is like, it's like a suicidal toaster. It's like, a, it, Su- imagine a toaster and you get Su- in it suicidal and toaster. it wants to die. Like it doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere that you want it to. The wind tries to take it off the road. Like it just gnarly. tries to jump in bathtubs with fat, depressed people. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so yeah, I would like, I would drive 60, like max speed because it doesn't want to go much faster than that. But now that I'm familiar with the route and I guess just don't care about my life as much, <laughs> I just drive faster. <laughs> But still, like, this dude passes me on 288, like, relatively regularly. You mooned me once, too. That was a... Uh, <laughs> I mooned you on the freeway? Because I felt... while driving. No, uh, it was, uh, it was actually... It on the driveway on, at the drop zone, right? No, it was right after, so it was on, uh, it was on 521. <laughs> while right driving? Like, while How? Please tell me while driving. I don't know, but it was Do dope. we have the same definition of mooning? Tell me. Yeah, but... Yeah, but... but showing your but fanny. Got show, it. Showing yeah. butt. Hold yeah. on. Do you guys use fanny for butt or vagina? Vagina. Okay, yeah. Showing you my bum. do that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> do I tried to show my fanny. How do you feel about the term fanny pack? Do you know I that? like the term fanny pack. I, I the but term fanny a, just on its own. Not, I'm not a big fan of. You guys call them a, a bum bag. Bum bag, yeah. <laughs> really? Bum bag, yeah. Bum bag, yeah. Well, I've never heard of it. Because <laughs> fanny, what's fanny? God, um, you got that strong Aussie accent. I've been practicing. Fanny's vagina. To fucking oh, but scarf down Chick Fil A and practice my Aussie <laughs> the entire time. So gonna <laughs> Is be that here. why? <laughs> yeah. Maybe a separate <laughs> yeah. restaurant. I need some alone time to practice. <laughs> I also had to practice my Australian, so. Really? Oh, I was telling you this the other day. Yeah, you should tell Nick what you told me the other day. <laughs> so, Ella was in the shower one day in the Canaries, like, when I'd booked my flight to come back out, and he comes out the shower, and he's like, what the fuck are you watching? You can't practice an Australian accent. You are Australian. And I was watching, like, how to sound more Australian videos on YouTube, <laughs> because I knew we, I was coming back to you guys. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I, my, Australian, my Australian's not that strong. We've Can you imagine Tex? You walk in on Tex, watching a YouTube <laughs> tutorial about how to sound like a Texan. What's up, brother man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ella wasn't impressed really. But Wait, so what kind of sounds were you working on? In A's. A's? Yeah, Those are weird ones for sure. I feel like we've watched the same videos. Like, yeah, I, probably. I, you know, that's how I try to get better at the accent as well. Yeah. 
So they give you trouble? Like, what kind of A's? Like, I, what what sound are you trying to make? Uh, I can't think of any words. It's... Because sometimes it's like a nasally, like, A. Other times it's like a like an ah sound, and it switches. Like, is it the beginning of the word or the end of the word? Like, apple. Been. I don't know. No, it's more like water. 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 Yeah. It's like an ah rather water. than an er. Like the ah's and the a's. Water. Yeah, water. Can Trailer. you do? Wait, so can you do like a pretty good American Trailer. accent? Or like when oh, you're not no. trying to do an accent, what does it sound like? Just kind of a mixture. Of more English, I think. You think People so? People ask me if I'm British, yeah, yeah. which I don't like. So I'm trying <laughs> to work on the Australian. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. What? Because you lived there for the first 18 years of your life, right? So you probably had in a Australia, pretty, yeah. pretty solid accent. And then it just started getting watered down as you started traveling? or like. Yeah, I think Perth in general or where I'm from has a more watered down accent than other places in Australia for one. And two, half my high school was English anyway. So I already had like this sort of an English twang before I moved yeah, to England. English and then twang. it just got worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... What what is it that you don't like about being perceived as English? Why is that offensive? Just because you aren't English? Yeah, I think so. Or do you have something I against English people? No, nothing against English You're people. You're racist against. I, yeah, I fucking hate English people. <laughs> <laughs> We've all quit England. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't like living there. I said I'd never go back. Like I just don't like. I had good experiences in the country, but I will never live there again. So they got definitely. fish and chips, and that's all they got. Mm, rain clouds and. Miserable people. It's, it's not all bad. <laughs> it's not all. Just terrible weather, terrible people. Terrible food. And uh, how's their tea game? All oh, their tea game's all right. Yeah. 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 Do, they, do they do tea in Australia the same way? I never drink tea in Australia. I don't know if that's just no. me or that's a thing. Well, or I don't want to talk about these other countries. I want to talk about America. Okay. Because you did Got some it. America shit today. I I did. Yeah. We, we went ate we, burgers. Oh, I was going to say, did you shoot a gun? <laughs> I might have that's shot a gun. That's where I go. Tell her, that's, what exa- that's exactly what we did. Yes, we shot guns. Yes! <laughs> and it was it was pretty yeah, It was pretty epic, actually. America. Way more exciting than I thought it was going to be. Really? Yes. So uh, d- your expectations coming into it, what were you thinking it was going to be? I Well, I definitely thought it was going to be loud and just kind of like boyish. Like for me, I could just throw darts and have the same experience, but it, it definitely wasn't. Boyish. What do you mean by boyish? I mean... Like men like activities like that, like throwing axes. Stupid Nobody men. like I'm not going to go out with the girls and throw axes as like a, a girls' night out. Elsa, would you throw axes oh at girls' God, night yes. out? Really? <laughs> oh, maybe it's just me. <laughs> no, it's just me. I'm weird. <laughs> just guys being dudes. That's what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, I think. But I mean, like that's the kind of thing. Like I wouldn't probably go to one of those axe throwing places. I would like because one of my friends just had throwing you back yeah. Yeah, one of my yeah, I mean we're in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> one of my friends had like a place where he had like knives and everything. Like it was great. It was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Your friend just has a back room. Um yeah, actually it was in his hallway in his In his hallway. House. I mean that's not that weird. I shot guns where I work today. That's oh, not yeah. that weird. Yeah, Dude, that I saw the giant strange. bonfire pile. That it's is getting so big, exciting. Right? It is getting yeah. big, which they do it every Thanksgiving, right? So Well we we're gonna try and start using it more often. Yeah. Okay. Like instead of doing a couple of times a year, I'm thinking like, hey, every weekend, every other weekend. I mean, as long as you have stuff to burn. Yeah, and know? there's no shortage of like there no are plenty way. of trees that have fa- fallen down already and we can Cut down the rest of them. The DZ in Norway we do every Saturday. Dope. It's bonfire night. Yeah. So like sometimes we'll drag in a caravan. Like a, like a trailer. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I might immediately went to airplane. No, 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 sorry. Same thing. Like, we're just going to burn, trailer. burn yeah. a plane. <laughs> burn the plane. <laughs> Why the fuck I want a caravan? It's got no fucking wheels. 
That was good. <laughs> that was good. Snatch, dude. Good. I love it. I've seen it a hundred times at least. I haven't seen it that many times. Three that minutes. Was good. You're good at accents. Sometimes you don't say that if you, you are, put but me you are. on the spot, it all falls apart. <laughs> yeah, I can I can do it uh, spontaneously. But if you say, "Hey, do an accent," unless it's a movie quote, like yeah. if you want to yeah. quote uh, "Goodwill Hunting," yeah. Well, I think yeah, I think that's the thing too. Like when you can practice lines, you can fake it and get mm. good at it. Or the same way with like learning a language, you can just learn certain words and phrases. But when it comes time to actually just be that person, that's when mm. it gets really <laughs> hard. Yeah, when you're doing a character and not quoting yeah, a movie, that's, what that's I when it gets with. super hard. Wait, so you get upset when people call you English? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm not upset, I would say. Okay. But I definitely prefer people How? just know I'm Australian. How would you feel if people call you Texan from now on? How does D- that's that not going to happen. It's not? Why? <laughs> I'm for sure I'm not from Texas. I mean, all you have okay. to do is not talk and wear a cowboy hat, and I would believe it. <laughs> just show people <laughs> pictures of you shooting guns because you did that today. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you think maybe the cowboy hat would just look Texan? I don't know. I've got some boots you can try on, too. Those are like super Texan boots. I got them from Nick. <laughs> for real you can try them on they're good looking thank boots. you yeah. I, I can't wait so back to the gun conversation though like what did it that first round that you shot what did it feel like because i saw your reaction but i'd never heard you like explain what it felt like yeah i know you said don't say anything we're gonna talk about it on the podcast so i wasn't i yeah, haven't no been allowed to talk about it until oh, yeah, now well, no yeah, now now you say like, whatever you want the whole yeah. afternoon he's been let like it, don't speak to me let it, let i didn't it. say it like that mm. i said no no don't don't tell me this yet i want because i want it to be a surprise yeah it's just like i i don't if you've told me earlier some stuff that you're going to say right now, you're going to say it in some stupid way because I've already heard it. Yeah, but <laughs> so maybe I'd you're coming with new stuff. No, you got nothing new. Nothing. I yeah, know it's you. True, it's true. So guns are new. Tell me about guns. Pulling the trigger the first time. Yeah, no, the first time was scary for sure. And I wasn't sure how much, um, I don't know what the word is, like force, back force I was going to get. Oh, yeah, yeah kick the, back. The recoil. Yeah, the kick recoil. Yeah, yeah. that would be the one. Um, so I was pretty afraid that it was going to like, pop out my hand or something like that. Actually, no, yeah, we tried the big gun first, didn't we? Yeah, because we, we had talked a... about the pistol the last few days, right? You yeah, held the pistol, the we one, talked yeah, yeah. about the the uh, safety procedures with the pistol, the little one. Yeah, we'd chat about Nick's little one, but then Brewer arrived <laughs> with a big one. So Brewer's got a much bigger one than me. <laughs> it's no secret. Well, and the thing with bigger guns is that they're heavier, so they won't have that <clears throat> as much kickback. A it, smaller gun will have more kickback. Well, yeah, hold, yeah, hold on one true. second. Define bigger gun. Um, well no, no, no. <laughs> These guys. <laughs> oh. I was like, well, I don't know if uh, I could do that. This, like the length of my arm? Yeah, it's basically um, like a, a nine millimeter pistol slash rifle. It's technically a pistol. It, yeah, technically a pistol that looks exactly like an assault rifle. It's basically oh, a little like SMG pistol style. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. I don't know these words. CZ Scorpion Evo. Does so it have a, a scope on it? A pistol is just a handgun. Yeah. An SMG a is a submachine gun, so a small machine gun. Yeah. An AR commonly referred to as an assault rifle or ah, pouring water all over myself, armor light rifle is just like the militaristic looking rifles. Yeah. Um, they don't always have to look that way, but that's just their common... Perception. Also, Go if you ahead. want to find a picture of it, it's a CZ Charlie Zulu Scorpion. Charlie Zulu. That's CZ nine Scorpion. mil, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I believe my mom, my mom, my friend has one of these. They're really cool. And so you you shot that. You shot a little nine mil pistol. Yeah, and it never Brewer never shot it before. His so new toy as well. That was super exciting. I okay. to shoot that first. And what else did you shoot? Uh, the little ones. Three little ones. You shot Nick. <laughs> you shot, shot Nick. Shot Nick's little one. And Yo, how come how come you guys you all know good I got the little aim. one? What's up, girl? Uh, so to hold it, yeah. What's Nick's li- three little ones? Like three different guns or just Yeah, no, three we, I think I tried all three. Yeah, we ones. all had pistols there yeah. and Chris's uh pistol rifle hybrid. Yeah. So uh what were the pistols? 
black. Uh, <laughs> I love it. What else? Tell, tell me anything else you know about I, the I can tell you that they're where I grip with my hand, one of them was really spiky. Alex's was super nice and Nick's was kind of smooth. <laughs> That's how it went. And can you say if any of them were like 9 millimeter, 40 caliber, 45? Uh, no. 22. Okay. But they were shooting bullets with the round tip and not the like flower tip. Okay. Yeah. I like it. You, we've uh-huh. got some stuff going. Why? Oh, because it's expensive. <laughs> yes, ah, you got <laughs> That's it. what they told me. Yeah, you, you know how to shoot a gun and you know prices. There we go. Good woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you basically hit the nail on the head. Yeah, more yeah. or less. Yeah. Terminologies. Bullseye, if you will. If you will. Bullseye, yeah. baby. Her first shot was surprisingly accurate, too. Yeah. And how rad is that, that you got to put the first round through that gun and it was your first time ever shooting a gun? I was also thinking about that on my drive. It's like, that's pretty I sick. I was worried about malfunctions. We had three, <laughs> yeah, we had three weapons. didn't show you where the cutaway handle before. was. <laughs> yeah, you said that. And I was like, yeah, I was yeah. worried it was going to like backfire or something. It would be dead. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was, it, was, crazy. it was strange for me because I just kind of rocked up and I... I figured that nick had talked you through basically everything and you seem pretty confident <laughs> confident <laughs> yeah but <laughs> give me the gun i'll in, shoot it until Fuck you it. said that like we walked out there and you said i'm worried about my functions <laughs> just like that it's like okay no, that's good that's, a that's thing. good but you're you'll probably be fine and if not then you've got myself chris or nick who can who can help you out with it but it's good that you you were thinking about that yeah but like they can't all be perfect right no i mean there's definitely what do you mean you're worried that it's in you, something like not could all go firearms wrong. are perfect. Is that yeah, what you as mean? in like they, they still come off a production line or something. Surely, like they're not handmade. Sure. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of R and D that goes into the, that kind of stuff. And like, of course, there's a chance that a problem could occur. But uh, the stuff that we were shooting today is is definitely on like the higher end of the price range. So you can rely on that a little higher, bit too. Higher end of the price range. Nick told me it was like yeah. six hundred bucks. Yeah, for which uh, w- for what that is <laughs> for what that is, yeah, that's definitely because right, you can get a gun like that for like 150 bucks and it works sometimes. What? Yeah, sometimes. like it gets bad. It gets re- trust me, if it, it gets a lot worse than that if you choose to to ball on a budget. Well, I'm trying to find the video of you shooting that gun for the first time. I do have it. <clears throat> so my question is, why were all three of these guns never shot before? Brand new. Yeah, got that's a new crazy. one. Brand new. Brand new. Oh my gosh. That's which awesome. yeah, which rarely happens again. Like, a, yeah, I've we're never checking heard all of that kinds before. of boxes, all kinds of boxes tonight. <laughs> w- was there a particular thing that inspired you to purchase that firearm when you did? Nothing very specific. I just feel like I'm getting more and more uh, stable here in Texas because I also have guns back in Michigan, but I've never had a good place to keep them because I'm not just going to throw them in the van that I was That's living true, in. Yeah. You know, that feels pretty sketchy. Someone breaks in, they can easily steal my stuff. Um, so yeah, I think that really inspired it. I've also taken a couple of trips back to Michigan recently and that's where I get to shoot mostly. So, uh, the itch was revived, you know, I really wanted to keep shooting and, uh, yeah, I just kind of had the means to make it happen now that I'm here in Texas and I'm a Texan dude. It was, I couldn't fucking <laughs> believe it was, like, yeah, <laughs> the whole process today. Like I, I, I bought that gun today and it was super, super easy, super smooth. As long as you pass the background check, you're good. I haven't bought a gun super, super long, and apparently that makes it easier, too, because, like, if you buy a gun, like, once every week, that's probably going to bring up some kind of a flag. Like, oh, what is this dude doing? <laughs> like, yeah, he makes terrible financial decisions, but also, what is he doing with all those guns? Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That's probably what, what got it going. So it's, it's bad, though, because, like, I want to keep going, but expensive hobbies, man. I can only choose, like, one thing at a time. So was it just a coincidence that you happened to be buying a gun today as we were going shooting? Or was Nick like, no, we, right, this is what go we're doing. buy a gun we, now. we talked about it. He yeah, and I have been talking about shooting And you were like, fuck it, I'm off to get a new one. Yeah, kind of, I think it just a few things aligned on the right day. 
Well, I got the message this morning saying, hey, anyone want to go to the tunnel or trampoline park? And I was like, yep, sweet, let's go. Yeah, and I was, I was like, like, right, we're going, we're going shooting and then we're going to go to podcast. And I was like, I just got played, yeah. Now you're like, I wanted the trampoline. I, that's not, I, absolutely. <laughs> I will go to the trampoline park any we're, day we that you want. To, you want to go tomorrow? You're a fucking tease. I'll go tomorrow. <laughs> we're going. Okay, great. <laughs> a little, you know those super balls? You know those little bouncy super balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a fucking Nick in a trampoline park. It's the like for ten minutes. No, he's got he's got some stamina, man. <laughs> I don't know. Sam I feel like about I, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Um, no, I feel Bones. like I go pretty hard for like eight to ten minutes, and then, and then I'd collapse for an equal amount of time, and then burst. It, it's just like if, but if I see someone else having fun on the trampoline, man, it it livens me right up. Perfect. Are you, have, are you good with trampolines? Just something you want to do? Or you oh, I don't think I've... I've I had a trampoline as a kid, like at home, but yeah. I've never been on one in like in a park. It's but amazing how quickly they whoop your ass. Do you yeah. know Do you know what it looks like, the trampoline park? I know. It's a, I mean, it, I have an image in my head, but I've never seen one. What do you picture? Like a whole bouncy floor and like bouncy walls. And actually, there's one in Wales that's like... Um, it has levels and it's underground. So it's kind of like a cave trampoline park and you can kind of jump from like one level to the next level and then like up like Super Mario or something. Yes. Yeah, I've never been, but uh, <laughs> that's what we should do. The one here has some similar stuff. Yeah? Yeah, you, you got a pretty good description of... Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Fuck yeah, let's go. Does it, I feel like... Does this one have a little Ninja Warrior course? Have it does. does it? <gasps> it does. Let's do that. Those are fun. Felix has a fo- some foam pit stuff. Yeah. You can battle over a foam pit, like a balance beam, and you know those little pogo like really? sticks that you can fight each other are with? Are you on the trampoline or that's just No, no, else? you're just on a balance beam over foam blocks. Let's fight, Nick. There's a uh, trampoline that you I'm jump onto we're, we're and fighting. jump into a giant airbag, flip and do every trick you want, and then land on your neck and break it in an airbag. Pretty fun. Sweet. There's a... Dude, we did the uh, swing thing over the top. Did you do that? The zipline thing on the top? Yeah, yeah. I didn't do that, but I remember watching... Uh, I'm pretty sure I, st- I might even have video of you doing that zipline. Man, I think I did. Dude, I don't... Re- I've been there a few times now. Uh, my niece was in town, took her other reasons. <laughs> uh, there's, there's, you know, <laughs> kidnapped a child, <laughs> had to take him back to somewhere he'd like. <laughs> uh, you don't. Anyway, she doesn't go back to the scene of the crime. Oh, I'm here anyhow. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> nothing. I don't nothing, think those nothing. were words. Okay, great. So. Uh, <laughs> All right, DJ's broken. We got to talk about some other stuff. No, so. I just picture a grown man checking into a trampoline park by himself. Dude, I would fully be that grown yeah, man. Yeah, you got to embrace it. I would it. fully do you that. You got to embrace it. Sorry, I w- I'm living in the past because I didn't have a mic. What were you going to talk about next? <laughs> uh, we were talking about you thought that we might do the trampoline park or the wind tunnel today, mm-hmm. but we didn't do either one mm-hmm. of those. And I think that we had m- more fun, an equal amount of fun. Well, I, mean, I don't know how much fun I would have had. You got to drive. I was a, robbed of the experience. You got to drive a car in Texas. Yeah, that's true. And you got to shoot four different guns today. That's true. And I got to drive the car around to Dollar General and fill up my water without having to carry five gallons of water back to the trailer. So I was super stoked. You for carry that. a five-gallon jug of water back like and forth, f- like five one-gallon ones. Yeah, because there's a water machine at the. It's at the gas station, not the Dollar General. Well, how do you? How do you get? A, you'd make five trips, or you? No. How, do you how do you do it? That's one trick. You can hold five <laughs> separate one gallon jugs at they the same time. They have like uh, handles, yeah. Well, yeah and I put one in my backpack, okay. two, two on either side. Yeah, I can't lop side. Like the top and do like. Yeah. All right, yeah. that sounds somewhat doable. Yeah, yeah but completely. Still. What's that chocolate doing over there? I mean, surely you could find like a big old, oh just a big five but gallon. Do you want a piece of chocolate thing, though? right? Or you prefer to do Not it yet. that way? Um, well, that seems. That's just kind of how it works. This is just how it. I do it. I don't know. 
Uh, except it wasn't working today, so I actually didn't get any water. But Bummer. anyway. Well, how do you think uh, your mom's going to feel if you tell her about shooting guns? She was petrified that I was even holding one when I sent her a picture. So she's not stoked. Yeah. She's. She was holding the AR-15. Yeah. We've got some good pictures. I'm sure that's, that's a good one to send to her, too. I mean, the bigger, the better. <laughs> the intimidation factor. Yeah. See, I got a big one, too. Mm. <laughs> I don't believe you. You held. You sent pictures to your mom holding my big one. Yeah. And she was <laughs> petrified. I mean, it lives She was scared you were going to hurt yourself with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like this version better. This is better for me. It sounds better. Yeah, you got the answer you were looking for. Show's so, over. Yeah. Let's go. You really think she's going to be unhappy, though? Or uh, do you think you're going to tell her that you shot a gun? Probably. Actually, Eloy says this all the time. He's like, what? You're going to tell your mom that? And I'm like, I tell her everything I'm doing. I mean, we don't talk so often, but for sure, like, I'll tell her something like this. And she'll just be scared, and that'll just be the way it is. Same as like Hatanam asked me the other day, like if my mom was worried about me skydiving, and I was like, she doesn't care that I'm skydiving; she cares that I'm holding guns in the <laughs> camera room. Like, <laughs> yeah, weren't um, you weren't you saying something the other day about your mom being nervous, not about you skydiving, but mm. you coming to Texas, just being in Texas in general? Yeah. <laughs> was there Pretty anything much. specific? It's about like Texas? it's not just Texas; it's the USA as a whole. Okay. It's like a danger area because there's guns there. Yeah, there are guns here. Yeah. You got to shoot. There's a the lot of guns here, more than I thought there were. I didn't realize yeah. they were just in every corner of the drop zone like yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's an exaggeration me. i just think that they're everywhere in texas like yeah you know when uh, we went to Smashburger, let's say yeah like yeah I, I don't know how many people are carrying in that restaurant but i bet it's not zero that's what i mean that's so weird to me like up until a week ago i would have i wouldn't have even known any of you carry fucking guns in your pants all the time that's weird it is weird. I, I mean, like, like not, not being here, you know, it is weird. Nowhere else in the world that I've been is, like, is that a thing? I mean, America, come on. America. We're just used Texas, to it. Baby. Wait, <laughs> yeah. so how does it how does it work in, like, uh, Australia, for example? Can you ha- have any kind of access to firearms? Or, like, can you go to your shooting range if you're, if you're really curious about it? Uh, I don't know if there's shooting ranges in Australia, actually. Mm. There, there must be, yeah. And you can, there is like a special, special, special permit for some reason to, to have a firearm, but it's like super, super rare. You've you got to have a very good reason. Do you know what year the government took all the guns? Ooh. Elsa, maybe you can find that no. out for us if she doesn't come up with it. And I think it's I less rare than you realize. It's parts of Australia, to my understanding. Yeah. Uh, so uh, our favorite Aussie, a top bloke, just saying... Which one? Uh, he's a good cunt. He's oh goddamn, he's a great <laughs> cunt, man. Uh, Jackson Brockwell. We've talked about Jackson okay. on the show. I know show. the name, but yeah. I haven't met the guy. Fucking just one of my favorite human beings in the world, and I uh, just love the kid. He, he's great, but he owns a gun. He his family has in Australia. For the gun. Yeah, but is he is he on property then? Yes. Okay. So on property. Wait, what? What does that mean? Is he on property? What does that mean? Like military. Oh, does he own no. property? Yeah. Oh, he? I thought he said, "Is he on property?" <laughs> I was like, "Is he here?" Uh, what does that mean? Is he? Does he live on property? And uses and like, the fr- he and it's a hunting gun. Yeah. So there are areas because things like kangaroos are actually a pest, and it is legal to like kill them. Uh, that's not. Why are you giggling? <laughs> Alex, Alex in the middle of just, just giggling just at kangaroos like dying. The most Australian thing I've ever heard. <laughs> of. <laughs> they're terrifying. Have I you like seen their arms? Yes, yeah. the, the ripped jacks. Their legs. Would you have felt better or worse if instead of shooting at a human target, we were shooting at a kangaroo target? I couldn't shoot a kangaroo. <laughs> Come on, I couldn't shoot an animal. What if it was punching me in the face? I would 
not shoot the kangaroo. So <laughs> sorry, Nick. <laughs> You're like run, would, Nick. Yeah, get away from that. Act dead or something. So in, in gun ownership, the only time I think I'll ever need a gun outside of shooting paper was is to eat. And I don't ever yeah. see that happening. But one day, if it needed to happen, I might have to shoot a deer or something. I don't think I could shoot an animal otherwise. Yeah. Do you think if it came down to survival, that was going to be meals? I don't know. Honestly, like I can't say how I'd feel in that situation. I really would do anything possible not to have to kill the animal. Um, Eat its poop. Yeah, like honestly, I mean, there's not a lot of nutrients (laughs) in that, but (laughs) probably a waste of time. But uh, cat poop has a lot of nutrients in it still. What? How do you know that? There's a reason that dogs (laughs) eat it. Right there. Oh. I own dogs and cats. Dogs eat cookies all the time, and it's because cats don't digest their food. Uh. So Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Well, I'll try that first then. Yeah. Okay. Cat, cat poop first. Perfect. Gotcha. Yeah. Survival. Survival <laughs> tips. DJ. Cat shit. Um, so Australia confiscated 650,000 guns yeah. in like 1996-ish. What do you think? 96. Yeah, between oh, wow. October 96 and September 96. How when were you born? 94. Wow. You were just a just a wee little You were just a wee, wee, wee little thing. I would have said Correct. it was like much further back in time than that. I didn't realize it was so recent. You didn't realize oh or you thought you were you didn't realize you were so old. Yeah, that too. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Get up it's there. there. Ancient. Almost 30. <laughs> Did you check my paperwork? <laughs> no, I just did the math. You said you were born in 94. Okay. I'm fucking Asian. Sure, yeah. I can't drive. I can do math. I have uh, squinty eyes. Just gone 28, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> God, what's wrong with you? Uh, I don't know. So I do a long day. Long I'm day. not shooting dudes, yeah. So f- said and done shooting guns, would you do it again? I... Enjoyed the experience, but I think you if you're jumped like, up and down, you oh, were having so much fun. That's true. I was pretty excited. I it was a bit of adrenaline. I've seen some pictures on Facebook that you were grinning pretty, pretty big. Is a picture on Facebook? Uh, not that I know of. Hmm. What? What are you talking about, DJ? Chris Brewer took pictures of you guys. Oh, he's, oh, he's so. He <laughs> is a big fan of social media. That guy. He is. He yes. He's sixteen year old girl. Is. Yeah. So. Check out his TikTok. He'll show you his skirt. I, I don't have TikTok. <laughs> Dude, he is a great dancer. He's been dancing with uh, Aaron and Anita yeah. in yeah, the hair. Yeah. Man, they make it look like a lot of fun. They're making it look good. Man, I uh, it's fun to watch Aaron dance. She she is she's been having a lot of fun lately. It's good she she's yeah. been getting a bunch of her tandem students to do TikTok dances with her, which I think is hilarious and adorable. Yeah, I've seen that on Facebook actually. Yeah, it's nice. So I wanted to while you were here have a question or a conversation about you. One of the About reasons me. you're visiting, yeah. One of the reasons you're visiting in America is to train as an AFF instructor. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I heard a rumor that next week you might be actually going through a course. Monday it starts. Yeah. Monday. It's Monday. pretty scary. I'm a little shocked that there's not like two of you in this room that won't be in that course. Yeah, yeah Alex. I've got some work to do. I'm trying, but. What this Monday? No, later. That's not an excuse. In a month or two. What later. work have you got in to do? Month? Some in rig- a month. Some rigging? I heard. Oh, Matt said you're not going to do that either. Oh, no, called out. said you're ready, out. but like. I'm going to be up there tomorrow. Called out. Mm. No, for real, I am. And then I got some stuff with Gravity Left too. But once, once, uh, yeah, I did this thing where I accepted like a lot of projects at once. Yeah, Eloy said you started to prep for AFF last year when no, he I was didn't. here. No, mm, I was, right uh, towards I the was end. shooting. You and Katie I, both? I was shooting AFF video, but I was never, mm. uh, I was never sold on the course. 
Never sold them. Don't no, know for if real. It's for me. Yeah, I've got a whole thing, but this is not about me. It's okay. about you. Let's talk about that That's course. That's true. It's true. It's <laughs> happening. And it's more scary than this podcast. Are you nervous about Monday morning? Absolutely. Petrified. What is the part that's like most anxious or mo- it's been a long time since I've done this course, right? I got my yeah. FF rating almost 20 years ago. What's the, what are you most nervous or anxious about? There's definitely some performance anxiety for sure. But I think uh, the biggest thing I'm worried about is actually getting the rating and then having to use it and then being like given a student and I'm the person who's going to train someone's kind of like, I feel like such a fraud. Like I, <laughs> I was going through landing patterns with someone the other day and I was like, I, like I don't even know how to land my own parachute. You're how can I <laughs> train someone else? You'll be a good instructor. Oh. I, I like hearing that. I really do. It's, it's. I feel like a fraud all the fucking time. I feel like I faked my entire career and everything I've done and, and ridden the coattails of my homies and been in the right place at the right time and just gotten lucky in circumstances. And, and I will sit back and look and be honest and say, man, I have worked hard. Yes, I have yeah. the support of good friends. Yes, I've had great coaches and great trainers, but at some point I earned it. And the reason I earned it is because of that attitude you just threw at me. Yeah. You're like, I, I feel like I'm a fraud. So because of that, what do you do? Work harder. <laughs> you earn it. You make <laughs> sure practice. you are that person. Yeah. yeah. That's I, interesting to hear, though, because uh, often I, only th- I think that's just me. And uh, yeah. Now, right now, who in this room feels like the biggest fake all the fucking time? Nick just raised well, Nick his Lott hand. Nick Lott for sure. Yeah. 100%. And who is one of the most <laughs> impressive people you've met in the last several years of your life? That yeah. Please don't say me. God. Get fucked, Nick. Um, it's him, though, right? It is. It is. Oh, come on. Yeah. And you, and you have that Give same that kind of spirit. Alex. I'm going to enjoy teaching your class Monday morning. Are you teaching it? Oh, I'm out. I'm doing it next up? month. Are, are you really <laughs> teaching the course? Uh, no, Fridala told me he is. Chris is running the course said and done. I'm teaching the first half. I'm teaching Monday morning. Oh, I'm, can we talk about why? No. Okay. Not not one bit. Um, uh I I I wanted to give all the course just a little bit. Chris also needed to go take care of some things, so um, I am teaching Monday. It's you'll. I'm way more enjoyable than Chris in the course. I've been doing. I, I don't know. No, I've been doing it longer. Okay. I have a lot more fun teaching it, especially now because it's not my full time job anymore, and it is his. It his yeah. is his. So it's like I get to hang out and just like fuck yeah, I get to teach a class today. Let's go. And when I play dumb student, it's pretty obvious because I'm very comfortable doing so. There's no question of, is this DJ being nice or DJ being bad? It's <laughs> obvious, like, role play. That's, that's student role DJ. Play. Yeah, like, you don't play. have to say time out. You, know, you, you just know when he's on or off. Okay. We'll see. Huh? <laughs> I don't get it. You did you see the look in my eye that vacancy? Yeah, yeah. But Monday is is dominantly classroom. There isn't a lot of of uh, evaluations or jumps where it's going over the program, going through the processes, yeah. and things you need to know. So hopefully we have fun. Hopefully we have a good time. There's another dude in it. Don't know the other guy, but uh, okay. I know at least with you I have a good time. You have a sick sarcastic sense of humor, and I highly appreciate that. <laughs> so, well, you say performance anxiety. How many jumps do you have? 1,050. And how much of that time, how, how many belly jumps do you have, most specifically Oof. formation skydiving style? Zero. Zero. And how much tunnel time do you have? <laughs> now I have 2.5 hours. I did it last week. Not All of it that last was week? my first time in the tunnel, yeah. Actually, I had 20 minutes when I had 50 jumps. But What did you do? 
I predominantly went to do belly stuff like AFF prep and I wanted to do rollovers and spin stops and things because I wanted to get that down before I started jumping the sky. And because I haven't done a lot of specialized like or like just belly jumps in general. So I wanted to brush up on those skills and I was four months on current in the sky. You know, one of the most intimidating or two of the most intimidating things in the sky for people are during this course. Yeah. Rollovers and spin stops. Uh, Yeah. Well, yeah. Do you know two of the easiest things in this course to actually learn to do? (laughs) Don't say that roll over and spin stops but no i like that people go and do what you did because now the thing that you're most intimidated by you're going to be the most comfortable with and now you're going to be comfortable with that so you can face the other problems you can work on the other things yeah proximity flying in the tunnel is not possible yeah 14 feet away i can i can't get it yeah there wasn't much moving yeah Yeah. so now you know when you get there you can do the job you know how Mm -hmm. to stop them you know how to roll them over so now you can just focus purely on getting there so what you did is the right thing, 100%. Love hearing it. Well, I had fun. I'm addicted. Fuck yes. I've just booked another five hours in the tunnel, so. What are you going to work on then? Uh, well, I didn't just work on AFF for two and a half hours. I got through halfway through level three, actually. What's so I got, None of us know what that uh, means. Yeah. Really? We can't count. Oh, right. Okay. So I did all the belly stuff. I got signed off on all the back stuff, and I got signed off on all the static sit flying. Nice. Um, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's dope. I was stoked. So now I'm going back and doing five hours in Vienna um, and hopefully I'll get to head down. We'll see. So I don't know. There's somebody listening to the show right now who can't figure out why they're more pissed at you. I'm going to do five hours of tunnel time in Vienna. Which one do I pick to be envious of? Uh, Do you want to hear the whole story? Yeah, I do. So I'm flying from here. I booked the flight the other day on about the 26th of April. I'm going to fly into Canary Islands, spend four days with Eloy, and then we're going to fly to Vienna, do five hours in the tunnel. Then I'm going to fly to the UK, pick up a van and drive into Norway and start my season in Norway. You know the only thing cooler than being you right now? (laughs) Eloy being the guy who gets to hook up with a hot chick doing all this shit. Yeah. I mean, he's the one who's in the UK right now stressed about buying a van and I'm just skipping all that stress and and, uh, leaving that to him. (laughs) Fuck yeah, you've got a maid. (laughs) It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. What, what's the timeline? When are you going to do that? 26th of April, I leave. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's coming up. It's coming up quick. Yeah. Two months. Yeah. yeah. Going to have that afferating though, right? Yes. Yeah. You That's said you didn't, do, you didn't do a lot of belly jumps before? Zero, if I remember <laughs> correctly? I mean, I've done some, but as fun jumps. None of... Okay. I've done no specific belly jumps to turn points. I've never turned points. Got it. So what did those belly jumps look like that weren't turning points? Was it like carving? Was it like a zoo dive or just stuff? Stuff. Just zoo like dives. shit shows for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Was there any free flying involved with that too? Or has it mostly just been uh, a focus on camera flying mostly? Because that was kind of your big thing, right? Yeah. To be honest, of those thousand jumps, I've done about 700 camera jumps, which is, is I guess, belly flying. Like, I, so I've done... There's some I value. Have, yeah, Absolutely. I have flown in my belly. There's yeah. also some weaknesses. So camera flyers have a big issue that we tell you. Stop flying video. Yeah. You're never allowed to get that close. Yeah. You're never allowed to be that far away anymore. And if you can break that barrier, you yeah. seem pretty heads up. You'll be gold. Yeah. So. Yeah, I did a couple of, I started doing some um, like beat up jumps in Norway when I was there with another aircraft instructor. And that's what I was struggling with was like, it was very easy for me to see what's going on in the sky when I'm six feet back. Uh, and when I'm camera flying the AFF and stuff like that, it's super easy for me to be like, of course that we're going to do that. Like, it's really easy to see from back here. But when I had to fly in slot, I... I my the, the vision was so limited then and I couldn't see anything. I had no idea what was going on. So when you get in the sky on your first practice sea jump, two instructors, mm-hmm. right? I want you flying so tight on Chris. I want you pushing into him, mm-hmm. violating his airspace, and he lands and says, you're flying too close, back off. Violate Fidala, got it. Yeah. 
I have asked candidates to do that to me on every jump for as long as I've done this job, and mm-hmm. I've said it maybe twice. Hey, back. I've said several times, right there, no further. You got it. Okay. But twice in my life, I've said back off. So you can be tighter, stronger, and further than you think you can be. Okay. Do you think you're going to get away too far away really easy? Yeah, that's possible, yeah. right? Do you think you're going to get too close really easy? Mm. That's harder. Yeah. So let's find the room for error. Let's f- fuck it, violate it. Find out where too far and too hard is, and then you can back off easily. Cool. So kick his ass. Mm, I'll try. Make him your bitch. Yeah. Uh, so you, what, so slot flying, I wanted to ask what you were most, most nervous about skill-wise, but it sounds like slot flying is it. Um, to be honest, th- I mean, that's all I could practice in the tunnel. So that's what I went to do to take <coughs> some of the, the nervousness away, I guess. But what I'm most afraid of in the course is things like exits, which I haven't done a lot of. And in general, just remembering all the different parts, like checking on students mm-hmm. and, and pulling for them and things like that. Like these, the sequences, like, it was in the tunnel. That's the big timer. Like once the timer's over, I don't need to pull a parachute and get myself back like safely and all these things. But in the sky and then especially in this course, I do have to pull quite low. I do have to. That's the scary part for me. Yeah. yeah. Do you, if I, if I threw you out of the plane, you closed your eyes, you had no clue how we were going to just huck you out the door. Do you feel like you could get stable pretty quickly on your belly? Sure. Yeah. So when you exit, don't worry about the student. Fly mm-hmm. your body, fly your body, trust your grips. Yep. If you no matter what, keep yourself stable. Can you put your arms in front of you evenly? Mm. Chances are you can put your student in front of you. It's more about technique. If you're flying, if you're established and you have a good base, mm-hmm. what are they going to do to you? So We'll see. You, you know my uh, wife, right? Yeah. She, I've seen her whoop 230-pound dude's asses in the sky. Okay. It's a technique thing. If they're smarter than you, if you're smarter than them and no more technique than them, mm-hmm. Remember we talked about shooting. I thought you'd shoot good. Mm-hmm. Why? Women use finesse. Women use technique. Women do what they're told to do, not being a sexist, where guys interpret what we think we want to do and we overmuscle everything. Yeah. Women typically do well in this course who can be aggressive. And you seem like you got a little bit of tiger in you. Really? Which part? Uh, Just saying that because you got red hair. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I was like, it was frosted flakes. I was like, they're great, and I was in. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. You know, I uh, you came here the first time. Hey, Alex, if you're gonna go, a tandem's happening, and you're gonna go along. What do you say? What are you gonna do? <laughs> I wait. What do you mean by the question? So a tandem is happening. A ta- there's a tandem. Someone's practice. going on a tandem skydive. Yeah. And you're gonna go with them. What would, how would you describe this? It's not it's not a word jump or it is a word jump. Uh, you're you're yeah, it could be either one. Maybe you're learning, maybe you're maybe you're doing a work. It's, it's not a work. You're, you're not getting paid. Yeah. Okay. So you just want to go with the ten. Am I giving vi- advice to like a newer flyer? No, I just want just if, if you're gonna tell me you're that this is what you're up to, what words are gonna are you gonna use? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go jump, I'm gonna go fly. I don't yeah, know. Rel- specific so to the I, I would say I'm gonna go chase a tandem. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go chase a tandem. Yeah, sure. that's the words. Can Got you it. F- I thought you were I, I went all over that place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's what a lot of talking about. I'm, I'm yeah, only yeah, I'm gonna I'm go I'm gonna go chase a only tandem. trying to make fun of Mel for how she describes it. Uh yeah, how do you say it? I'm gonna do a follow out. Do a follow Which out. A follow out. Now just thinking about it, maybe that's why I leave after them sometimes. <laughs> it's like it's a, You've got to follow them out. 
I do follow them out it's sometimes. It's not called a leave before. <laughs> like maybe I should call I'm going to go leave before the tandems. <laughs> I'm going to go do a leave before. Go. Yeah. I know go. someone who did a leave uh, recently. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I've left way before on some of those. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's there's no other names for it. Everybody I'll calls it a good follow out. Doing some follow well, that's what we, that's what that's what England says. Okay. I don't know if that's okay. A good so, so Nick, Never heard of it. it's not a work jump. <laughs> I'm gonna do a you're follow out. What do you call it? It's not a work jump. You're just jumping with your friends. What do you call that? Uh, gonna go for a funny with me mate. Okay, how do you say it? If you're it, not <laughs> not a paid jump, you're just having fun. You're doing it, whatever you want to do. What do you call it? Yeah, just fun jump. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys do you guys say lob? Go, go, oh, go for a lob. Go for a lob. <laughs> <laughs> in the Gambia, in, in Australia for sure, but yeah. <laughs> not anywhere else. Yeah, I feel like that's a really Aussie thing, but we had a yeah. lot of Aussies here for a while, so we picked up on some of that slang. Go for a lob. Mm-hmm. Go for a lob. If go you ask me to go for a lob, I'd be like, yep, yeah, sweet. Let's yeah. go. Go go for a swing. Would it even sound weird to you? Nah, not at all. Swing in the hey, old you want to go for a lob? Go for a lob, yeah. Swing, swing in yeah. the old What are we doing? Head down. No, going for a lob. Go for a lob. And then you pull and go for a swing in the old han. <laughs> you know that one. Dude, I think that someone could have listened to this podcast and be like, who's this other Australian guy? Fuck, dude. Like, I'm they might think that there's another person. That it here. sounds like Aussie at all because I was, dude, I was practicing. I was sweating the whole time. I was like also trying to eat before I got here. <laughs> I cannot believe that's the reason he went to fucking Chick fil A. That's, I was, not, that's <laughs> not the only reason. I was, I was it is. for sure. My eyes were staring at the door waiting for you to show up with Chick fil A the whole time. Dude, the traffic was terrible. And yeah, I just didn't have enough time. I probably could have like ran while eating. I missed you. I miss you too. I was I was thinking about oh I wonder well when we first sat down uh, Chris Brewer came to eat with us as well and I had the thought of oh who's going to sit next to me or are they both going to sit across from me and then when <laughs> it was me and Chris Brewer on one side and Mel on the other I was like oh Alex is going to come and sit down to Mel I wonder if this is going to be <laughs> so weird sorry. when he comes in and sits down <laughs> well you let me down it's why okay. would why would that be more weird than me sitting like in an interview with you and Brewer. Uh, I don't know just that you were sitting right in the middle of the booth so he was going to show up and. Yeah, Maybe and I, I like the aisle, so I would have been like, Alex, you're, you're taking the window. I'll just get out. Window is like cool. Oh, in. yeah, because you were cold yeah. next to the window anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck it. Mm. Right, actually, <laughs> Alex, you're actually on the other side. Um, yeah, she's going to get I'm out of the booth and make solo. you spe- take the cold spot. I'll just go sit in another booth and make it easy for everybody. Yeah, you did that at fucking booth. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I actually, I sat in my van. <laughs> my, the window oh, it gets better. <laughs> that's depressing. No, but listen. Didn't so even like, have Chick-fil-A. Just, yeah, no, you're no, just across the YouTube street. Australian. You're across the street like, in your cold, dark van. It's like only raining on my van. Still <laughs> miserable <laughs> and having red hair. Yeah, eating Chick-fil-A man. by yourself. Terrible being uh, being a red-headed fellow. Or um, I totally ate in my car before I got here. Yeah? Yeah. Did you practice your Australian accent? Could have parked I next to each do other. that. <laughs> I can do you like. You could coach her. I can. Mm. I, you can coach her. I need to practice too. Maybe the both of us. I think the both you, of you us. Can, you can pull up some videos and we can try. A's and the R's are hard. But yeah, uh, A's and the R's. No. Yeah. You did like an English accent on the show uh, at some point though, right? Yeah, but just like Nick says, if I'm like put on the spot, then I get all sweaty and I can't do it. Yeah. Mm-mm. I've been sweating this whole time. <laughs> yeah. I was definitely sweaty before we started. <laughs> but the whole thing about following outs. Mm. Is no, uh, no. leave befores when you tummy fly about, uh, about leave befores when you're doing when you're doing tummy jumps. <laughs> tummy jumps was uh, you know you sh- showed up here with uh, where did where did you go and you had a plan to go to Norway mm-hmm. was yeah. that right yeah 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 no. it's still the plan no yeah I did last season there but so okay. that was my main season. but you came here to prep for Norway right Aloy wanted to get ratings so he there's a rating center here so uh-huh. he came out for that there is? and I there was is? just I haven't heard of it there is I recommend <laughs> it actually um so we actually it was Rita Eloy gave Rita a call and she she recommended this place I love you Rita center. 
I yeah. love you so God, much. I miss I miss her, man. I, she's I'm, in Dubai right now. Yeah, but she's coming back out to Norway um, in the summer. But please, anyway. please give her a big hug for me. Love that girl. Perfect. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we came out for that. So I was just kind of like hanging out until the season in Norway started because mm-hmm. it doesn't start till like May or something like that. But you wanted to get some practice on some uh, leave befores. I did want to. <laughs> I heard there was a very experienced camera team out here and I only had about 100 like paid camera jumps at, at 450 jumps 450 so I jumps was stoked but you you are someone who changed my mind uh, mm. in this way i did a follow out like you did a follow like out. literally though i left after <laughs> i left after hank because i think it was the video no, <laughs> or pedro th- pedro this is when you first showed up is mm-hmm. when i this you, you did the same thing when you first that showed was up? the video that you first that's really saw. funny i left after the tandem I, and I, you were like you can start this weekend and i was like that was i, I fucked up i have <laughs> that was a fuck up i have no memory of, of that whatsoever i have the video I, I really only have a memory of seeing this uh quiet little red-headed girl with not enough jumps to do any good in the sky. This is what I was thinking mm-hmm. in my head. Oh, yeah, you got 450 jumps. Like, yeah, whatever. You're going to suck at it, but you'll learn while you're here. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you showed me your first couple of videos, and you were shooting a better video than many people who were working for, for us. And uh, I really thought that there was no way that someone could have less than 1,000 jumps and really you know, have their videos look comparable to the people that were on our video team. Yeah. But man, I, I don't know if it's, I hope that it's your <laughs> very critical attitude of yourself mixed with some uh, good coaching from, from yeah. Eloy that, that made the difference. But uh, you have realigned what I think about how much experience a person can have and, and shoot a good video. I've certainly been lucky. Um, and, like when I arrived to, it was the biggest thing. Like I'm small, I weigh 53 kilos. For anyone listening, no one knows um, what that means. This is American. Oh, like one, two, <laughs> two or three stones. Half a stone. <laughs> um, I don't know in stones. Maybe like 120 pounds. <laughs> I, I was totally pounds? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 120. Okay, you're gonna guess 120. What's your guess? Uh, you, you said, said 53 kilos. 53 kilos. Is it like 2.2? Uh, maybe. Because you said 120. One, I this app i can't even do an australian accent um, you guys have scared well, why are you looking me. that up so how, wait how many kilos <laughs> what? 53. 53. i was gonna type in 71 that's how good <laughs> that's, my memory that's is me. <laughs> sorry you're gonna you're gonna talk while he was looking something up what were we talking about yeah so that was another thing that like, when i first arrived and even now i still get it um because i am small and i wear wings with every jump like I, it doesn't matter how heavy or light the tandem is i wear wings for pitch not for full rate. So I got a lot of shit for like, I don't know if you can stay with them. Brewer did it. You came up to me, Alex, in the packing room the other day. I was stressed, like 17 minute call, <laughs> packing my rig. <laughs> Hadn't, I've that. never checked the weight of a, of a tandem. Like I just fly anything that I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Alex comes in. I'm stressed out trying to get this rig packed because I'm, I'm on a call like 10 minutes or whatever. And um, he's like, oh, I don't know if, if you've seen the weight. And I was like, no, didn't check. He was like, oh, it's, it's 230 pounds. I don't know, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> a lot. oh, like Brewers just doesn't know. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, and because you'd asked, that made me doubt myself. Yeah. So I was like, mm, all right, if you're asking, fuck it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want this to be the one that I fuck up. All right, we'll swap mm-hmm. it. And then you were like, okay, great. The other one's a proposal. I was yeah. like, no, 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 take it back. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it was just coming from an honest, like, hey, you're good with this. I'm good mm. with this. I wasn't trying to make you feel that way, but I yeah. saw the look on your face. I was like, fuck, we probably shouldn't have just said anything because you got it. And this is um, this is something I'm still working on, actually, is like being confident in, in my abilities and knowing yeah. what I'm capable of because something happens like that. It happens all the time where someone will come and be like, are you sure you can do that? Or like, I'm kind of heavy. I fall kind of fast. Are you sure that you can do this yeah and 
like I have to actively and it's still something I'm learning to do to be like yes actually I can do this I've done it a thousand times before like I I can my my foray is decent like I know that I can stay with you and just be confident in saying like I don't need to swap I'm fine for sure but you make me doubt myself (laughs) sorry it won't happen (laughs) well you're only 117 pounds 117 yeah yeah yeah. but that's cool yeah do you plan on wearing lead for your AFF course no I would highly recommend it at some point or consider finding some okay so the question I always have is, it's not about can you stay with somebody while they're neutral. It's about can you stay with somebody while they're not neutral. Mm-hmm. So my wife tucks in, gets small, arches her ass off, kills fall rate. She can stay with anything. Yeah. And she stays with a guy who's going really fast. Yeah. That guy starts tumbling on his back and accelerates, and now she has no maneuverability. Yeah. So the weight is there to allow your, your, your body to be neutral. They give you maximum maneuverability. And it's something that you might want to consider. Um, I have seen people at your size mm-hmm. and your build be successful without it. Yeah. Um, I will say almost everybody finds it easier with lead. And I've actually had to put somebody through 10 jumps of, you should put lead on. Mm-hmm. You should put lead on. And after 10 jumps, they put on 10 pounds of lead and go, oh, mm-hmm. now I'm comfortable. And it's, it's about yeah. being comfortable. So uh, just just a warning. Yeah. Um, I think you're smart enough that you'll see the issue, but uh, yeah, yeah, be yeah. careful with that one. I am open to suggestions also. Like I, I had to wear weight during AFF actually. And I, I, I did start wearing weight when I first started learning wings because when you add wings, um, obviously your sure. your range inc- like gets lighter. So the weight kind of brings it back to your normal weight range. Yeah. So I, I'm not opposed to using tools. Um, well, I, you use Nick. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I like what you said earlier <laughs> actually about using tools because... <laughs> Before I moved here, I jumped with a bunch of fat-ass tandem instructors. Love my boys. They were just big fellas. Yep. So you never needed anything but a like just loose jumpsuit at most because they all were like mock Jesus. Yep. Instead, I moved here and like everybody was skinny, scrawny, tall, Eloy style. Mm-hmm. Like when I first moved here, all the TIs were skinny fucks. And to stay with them, I had to wear wings. And then when somebody would go fast, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to learn to stay with it with wings. Yep. And started with weight belt and then eventually learned I don't need the weight belt and I like it. I use wings for pitch. Yeah. I can get these crazy angles. I can do this and I makes it comfortable. Yeah. Sorry you said that earlier. Well, uh, guys, if you are listening on Facebook, sorry about all the glitches. Download the podcast. You don't have to watch this Facebook Live. You can download it to your phone, listen to it anytime you want. It's way creepier to do it that way. Think about DQ who walks through the hangar and sees us, hearing us talking at the moment, and looks at us and just giggles. He does it. Like, he'll come up to you every now and then, like, I'm listening to you right now. It's just so weird. So, <laughs> anyways, back to it. No, that's happening. That, that, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it. Dude, I'm so bummed I didn't see that coming. <laughs> that, I, that for sure should have been on my radar. But before I was on the show, I listened to the show pretty often, especially with like people that I knew or looked up to or whatever. Um, and I would do that exact same thing. I would like drive to work, listening to the show, walk up to the drop zone, and right as I was turning the podcast off, I would like hear Nick's oh or DJ's God, voice or how something. How annoying! It was, weird. it was weird switching those gears. Yeah. Or, like before I came to the drop zone, I had listened to the podcast, um, and I knew DJ's voice, but I didn't know his face. So there was one <laughs> time where I just heard it across the packing room floor. I was like. That's the voice. I don't so know who's a t- how, how, do they, how do they look compared to what you <laughs> had imagined? Well, okay, so I cheated a little bit because you guys had that like animated graphic of both. I think it was just you and DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a, a, a rough idea, but you never know what those actually look like or if they're super realistic. Um, 
I, I pictured you being whiter for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah, I pictured like, like kind of the version, the the animated version of you, but just like looking like more of a white guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot I had that memory. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look at that little caricature thing again and see. <laughs> yeah, I how, seen how white that I implies you I, might be. I think it's on the Facebook page. It's either like the. I don't think it implies that you're white. It's the. Yeah. Yeah. How about yourself? Because you knew you knew what these guys looked like before you started listening to the show, right? You came here and then started listening. I don't remember. Yeah. To be honest, I don't really do podcasts. It's Eloy that listens to this, so I only hear the ones that uh, are just on while I while see. he's doing something. Uh-huh. Um, so actually, he put one on in the kitchen, like in when we're in the Canaries, and I was like, I know that voice. Who is that guy? And it was Richard Butts. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my god, I met him out in Mexico, but I, I just, I mean, he sounded very Australian. Um, yeah. That but was that was interesting to listen to. But he said that he had a pretty similar experience to you, where like he moved around a lot. Well, yep. maybe not moved around a lot, but he's been in the states for a while, yeah, and has. like that, the accent just gets more and more watered down over time. Yeah. But he <laughs> seems to like really want to hang on to it. Do you, and you, I guess you kind of <laughs> want to as well, because you're like practicing your Australian before you get back yeah, here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know what other accent I'd want. So. Yeah, <laughs> I'm zoomed in on this picture, yeah. this drawing of DJ. If I just looked at that picture. Real objectively, <laughs> you do not look like a white guy, not one bit. I yeah, I wouldn't have said that. Hey, hold on, look at this drawing. I, I know the picture, yeah, yeah. But and that you, that's. But also, if you I mean his arms, maybe, but the face. No. <laughs> yeah, you got those white <laughs> arms, man. But if you look at that Somebody face, didn't color match that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> different palette there. It's good though. It looks good. Look at his facial hair. Yeah. That's not white. That's not white guy facial hair. Did you guys get that bit. done right when the show was made, like pretty early on, or was that like? Yeah, I feel late? like I that so. was pr- pretty pretty early. Yeah, I mean, late into it, the, the the soundboard and headphones are involved. Oh, our second episode had a soundboard and headphones. Yeah, yeah. Our first headphone episode was straight up a cell phone. <laughs> our uh, sec- probably on that tripod right there. Uh, absolutely. Our second episode, uh, our good buddy Justin Maudlin and another friend of ours, uh, um, oh my God, I am so sorry, Susan Hickman, mm. let me borrow a bunch of sound equipment. And so, like I didn't know what we needed and what we wanted, so I like, try all this stuff and then you know what you want to buy. So from the second episode on, we did. And going into this, I quickly realized we might do it more, so I recorded six episodes that we re- we. we aired the first six episodes live on Facebook and deleted them immediately after they were done. And then after six episodes were in the can and produced, I had the artwork done. I had that caricature done. Um, I had a bunch of website stuff put up. And so we launched all six episodes at once. It was just, this is how you start a podcast, Mm -hmm. give people content to consume so they get hooked. So that's what we did. And Nick and I uh, both, don't our, our girlfriends and wives don't want us home, so they say, you, "Yeah, yeah, you go do that. Don't come home. Do it twice a week." Okay. Yeah, yeah, we were doing it twice a week for a while. Uh, I don't think we really ever did twice a week. Man, we weekly I, was for sure happening. Yeah, I, there were definitely some weeks where we were doing twice. A we week. did twice a week on, and that was that was before we had developed the two-hour format. That's before that we figured out anything. There were some that we just because. They we're, went on for hours. Yeah, I mean, we're both Joe Rogan nerds, and yeah. it's like, oh, he does a three-hour show. We should do a three-hour show, and then and we uh, force it, and it was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> I just it was, it was a tragedy. It was it was it was a beating. <laughs> Being in, it's just like this one. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Uh, but damn, it's it's grown to be fun. I get to hang out with people. We get to know people. 
your favorite part is somebody will come and talk to you about the conversation that you were having with Nick, and you're going to be like, what conversation was I having with Nick? And like, oh, really? on the podcast, and it'll be a year ago. Oh, uh, like, yeah. Okay. I've warned Elsa and, and, and uh, what, what's this guy's name next to me? Alex Did about I? that. And I, it's true. It's happened, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell the first time that it happened to me? Uh, we were talking about um, butthole molds. I believe. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, the that chocolate. Was a you can good make chocolate ones. Yeah. Chocolate yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. see, she's my favorite. And it had been a couple of weeks, so I like fully forgot about the conversation. And Brian Menard, one of our lovely, consistent listeners, we love you, Brian. Um, he came up to me completely out of the blue. I was like packing on a on a Saturday or something. He just he gave goes, you one. He was like, "I would like to place a pre-order." I was like, pre-order for what? He's like, um, the butthole molds. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, dude. I completely forgot about that. Because we're but really you're at the top of the list. <laughs> we were talking about putting them like in little ring boxes and yeah. stuff. And, like, <laughs> yeah, I think that was one of the first shows that I was a part of, not as a guest. I think I was on the couch and it was like one of the crew shows that we did. But yeah, so it's definitely happened. That's the one that stuck out the most. It's a good one. Yeah, It is a good one. Yeah. I really, I want one of those chocolates even more than I did a second ago. Because <laughs> of the mold. Yeah. Because of the mold. Have either of you gotten the experience of uh, um, stop ringing phone? Has anybody got the experience of somebody coming up to you go, "I recognize your voice," and then tell you who you are? Uh, no, I've had a number of people that I've shown yeah. around the drop zone say, "Oh yeah, I'm listening to your guys' podcast. Yeah. You guys say some funny stuff," and I always <laughs> apologize. Is my first? It's the yeah, only thing that same feels thing right. I do. We're a bunch of fucking assholes with yeah. microphones. I uh, I do appreciate. I've had two people say, "Yo, I recognize it." Like walking by me, hear me say, "Hey, do I recognize your voice?" I got to say, and they were always complimentary, always super nice. Um, anybody who ever approaches me and tells me you like the show, thank you so much. Uh, please don't take our awkwardness for anything except for what it truly is. It's really weird, um, but I really appreciate it, and it's super super nice of you guys to do it. So. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> so, Mel, you, do you have uh, goals in skydiving where you think this whole adventure is going to take you? Right now, I just want to get through the AFF course. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I actually was talking to a friend of mine who's not a skydiver. And so I've been skydiving like three and a half years now. And he has been saying for three years, he's going to be like, he'll not do a tandem until I'm a tandem instructor. And mm-hmm. For three years, I've been saying I'm not doing that. Like, I'm never going to be a tandem instructor. I'm not doing the course. Like, no way. And he said it again like last week because he's actually coming through Texas next month. And he's like, I'm not doing a tandem if you're not an instructor yet. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to. So I think next year will be the year that I finally get multi-rated and, and do that as well. Nice. But in general, I, I don't know. I just want to get some AFF experience, fly some more camera. I want to start free flying uh, like tandem camera as well and just fly more in general, really. Where are you going to get your tandem rating? Oof, I don't know. I know this young lady. I heard there's another rating center in the States. I might try that one. Dude, there's this gal. Like, fuck, fuck the rating center. Aaron, Aaron, Diera Sanchez. I, yes, apparently the States. I, so I had a friend in England who came over to America and got her tandem rating for free because she's female and did it with a female tandem examiner. They are so... That is some sexist that's a bullshit. Thing, I want it. It's not anymore. So what? The Good. What? So, so the Women's Skydiving Network is... You can just identify as female now. And <laughs> is, uh, well, I've been doing that for at least 20 years. <laughs> We're working with a gal named Angie Aragon. She's a super good examiner, super nice lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were working together uh, to offer ladies scholarships for free tandem ratings. Yeah. Um, I believe... I, 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 this is just a little bit of reading into the situation. I am friends mm-hmm. with Angie, so I know a little bit of read into. 
it's apparent to me that she was having to volunteer some of her time and was give her giving away a good portion of what she does to help support the system. Right. And at some point she could only give away so much business. Mm. You know, I, I think Angie would do it for free if she really could and she mm-hmm. would support every woman she could, but Angie's got to put food on her plate. She's got to pay rent. She's got to pay mortgage, whatever. Yeah. Um, so she really just couldn't cooperate with her partner with them anymore. So it's unfortunate. Okay. Um, they still are doing things to support women's events and whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, Aaron, by the way, if you don't know, uh, you do know, works for the Rating Center. But I, I love, I firmly believe I can teach you how to do tandems really well. And mm-hmm. I can give you some pers- some perspectives for the female side that I don't always understand because I've, I've done female seminars. I've done how to train a female tandem instructor from female examiners, what you guys need to think about, the things you need to consider, the way mm-hmm. you can address situations. And I feel like I do a really good job. I feel like no matter how good it is, Aaron, a very experienced female tandem examiner. She's a real female. Will do, yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, just because I don't have a dingling oh doesn't God. mean I'm a woman. <laughs> I mean, it's an innie, not an Audi. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, no. At least I'm not the only one with a little one now. I feel better. Let's go. <laughs> it's just you. Uh, no, but I, I love Aaron to death, and I really like that female to female opportunity she gives. Yeah. Um, some gals go like, I don't want, I don't care. I want to take the dude. I want to take whoever. I am not taking Hank. So I if they're my options, I'll take Aaron. No, Aaron is such a like a bad bitch in yeah. every positive sense of, of what that means. Yes. Like she's extremely capable. She's so friendly. She's so positive. And God, she's an incredible teacher as well. She was she was my first front ride in the tandem course. Front ride. What would you what would you call it? Yeah, no, it's a front ride. I was thinking about this the other day because I was gonna ask you if you needed a front ride. And I was like, maybe that was something weird. So apparently it's a thing here too. Yeah, it's a front ride. Okay, cool. Yeah. I thought we had stumbled on another phone. No, 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 no. We call it a, we call it a koala. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's a koala. A backwards koala. <laughs> yeah, just hop in the pouch, mate. Well, it's not really because a koala would be facing you, right? No, no. Doesn't the koala it's sit in the pouch? Isn't koalas marsupials as well? Oh, they have a kangaroos pouch. have pouches. Koalas like hug. Oh, like never. Say. I thought they were also marsupials. Never mind. Uh, yeah. they do. They like sit on the back usually. Actually, okay. But so it is a backwards I'm going koala. kangaroos is what I should. have I'm done. just thinking of that like a koala on the palm tree. No, I'm right. with you. I'm with you. On uh, the palm tree, tree. <laughs> I would be the koala. Is it not a, a eucalyptus it's tree? Definitely not a palm tree. <laughs> Whatever. In my mind, it's a palm tree. Right. I got it. That's, that's, what, that's what my drawing is going to be. Koalas. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? We were talking we're about, about tandems a second. Wait, and yeah, Aaron being like the ride. baddest bitch. Oh, yeah. If you uh, have an interest in getting your rating from a female tandem instructor. Yeah. If you sure. don't, she's, she's that lady. Anybody who knows me, it's no hidden agenda or hidden secret. I have a, hold a really high standard in general in life, and I have some pretty high expectations. I try to be fair and real with that to, with people and not be an asshole about it. Um I feel really good about my teaching knowledge and teaching methodology uh, enough so that I've worked with colleges on developing curriculum. Mm-hmm. Aaron blows my fucking mind, dude. Yeah. Like I watch her prepare for courses. I watch the notes she puts together for the instructors. There is a huge reason I wanted her to be part of the team. And, and number one, you see a fucking diamond. You just fucking get, grab that motherfucker. Number two, her influence on our community is just a blessing, dude. I love that woman. Yeah. So baddest bitch in the whole town. She said she won't do the podcast though. I asked her. She uh, said no way. She said no with terror in her yeah. voice. Yeah. yeah. I do think good. she might consider doing the podcast in another format. <laughs> uh we've Spanish? talked about we've talked about doing it with her and Pedro. Like oh, interesting. a full Spanish podcast with no English at all. Eloy listen. Yeah, it, it, like it, dude, there's a uh, there's plenty of uh, of a Spanish speaking 
audience out there is a, a good Spanish-speaking base. We can just have mm. a Spanish version. Whoever wants to listen to it can, but I really need to sit down and talk to those and see if they're serious. And the other problem I have is it's helpful if the director understands or the producers understand what's going on to feed the video. Yeah, you just get Carlos to. in here. Well, that's I no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Carlos, Carlos will not touch that <laughs> computer. <laughs> Carlos will not touch that computer. Uh, Fernando, what's up, my man? I tried that guy, smart, intelligent, <laughs> capable, responsible. I love you, Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo, what is his number? We should give it out. He told us it's to, been, right? It's been yeah, a while. he did. He did. He did. Oh, my gosh. oh God. He did say that we could give out his number. Papi Chulo, how are you doing? Um, when he called you that one time, Alex, like that just made my whole day. <laughs> like, ah, no mic. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Dude, so we're not having a mic. You're like, yeah, that well, he he had been trying to call me for a while, but I still kind of knew the show because I didn't want to interrupt a guest with a phone call. But we finally made it happen. It was so good. Yeah, it was great. Are you calling him right now? I think Just I heard him. No, no, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, Carlos definitely a no go for behind that desk. He would be. He's just not the guy for that. <laughs> Fernando would be good. Okay. Fernando would be good. Carlos would be really good as a host. Exactly. Especially Hello. with Pedro. If you get all them in the room. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Hello. Chulo. How are you? <laughs> I am good. How are you? Can oh, hi. Hi, world. Can, can you hear me? Yes. Hi. How you doing? You're on the podcast. Good. How you doing? Hi. What's We're going to give out your you number. In the interview. You doing good? Oh, I mean, DJ's doing the talking, so. Good. <laughs> I've actually Standard. not been allowed to have a mic half the time. I'm sharing it with Alex. But uh, <laughs> just in case you guys are missing this, Carlos's phone number is 832-946-7391. If you're calling outside of the U.S., dial 1 first. Area code 832-946-7391. They all know how to use WhatsApp. Carlos, can can people call you and ask you their sage skydiving advice and child whatever. raising abilities? Whatever. Please do it right now. Please do. Dude, what did I eat on Sunday? What was that like Mexican hot dog, corn dog? Oh, that's called Tequeño. Tequeño. Dude, that's a Brazilian, no, Venezuelan, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. What What is that? Is uh, like flour with cheese is pretty good. We should start. <laughs> okay, we should start a cooking show with Carlos, and that's exactly. All right, Carlos, we have to let you go. I love you. Love you. We love call, you. Call, yeah, I'm a pa. call Carlos for a packing class. <laughs> that's a special man. Poppy Chulo. I love, I love it's pretty it. Good. That it's pretty good. Yeah, could you imagine a, a cooking show with Carlos and that's exactly how he describes the recipes? No, brother, you just had cheese and bread and it's good. Fried plantain, <laughs> ham, yeah. cheese. They're called like fingers, yeah, right? I have yeah. to interrupt this food-based conversation because I uh. asked you earlier today what you wanted to go eat, thinking that we would go have some like kind of junk food before the podcast, and you told me that you have no desire to eat food what, like, what answer were you expecting? I was expecting you to say it's fucking pizza and cinnamon rolls. That's what I thought you'd say. Pizza and rolls. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, um, I don't do food. I need you to help <laughs> you me understand that. Ever? No, like, I eat food because I have to, but I have, I'm not food motivated in any way. Meaning, if I could take a pill that would just give me the calories and the nutrition that I need in a day and not have to deal with buying food, cooking food, eating food, I would. Fuck it. I mean, who wants to buy or cook? 
I mean, I, that's not true. I do enjoy cooking. I, fuck, I even guess I, I, yeah, I enjoy grocery shopping sometimes. Really? I hate it. Me too. I hate grocery shopping yep. and cooking. Eating is cool. It was, I was like that for a while too, and I eventually fell in love with eating. But everything else about it, I hate it. I hate the, the shopping, the, the prep, the cook, the cleanup, all the stuff. It feels like it's taking up so much of my life because yep. I have to do that shit every single day. Yep. And yeah. And the decisions is what annoys but, me yeah, most, yeah, I think. That like, too. Fuck. But you don't get a craving for any type of food? Mm, maybe fries. But then if they're not there, then I just don't eat them. Like, I'm not bothered. Really. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I, I think about food more than I think about anything. No. Nah. I like often just eat cereal. Cereal is my go-to cereal. because I fucking hate to cook. So I'll just what's get the favorite, milk. What's your favorite there. cereal? Whatever's the cheapest. I oh my like, god! I don't spend money. Honestly, honestly, I, I look down the aisle and it says like how much it is per whatever, however you measure it in America, and I'll find the cheapest and I'll buy that and you're that's what I'll the, eat with. You're milk. looking at the per ounce price is what you're telling yes, me. Yes, that's the one. Cheapest yeah. per ounce cereal. That's my two favorite boxes food today. That's ten, the most boring. Ten cents per ounce. Must be really ten. One. <laughs> That's one. solid. You, you remember Wait. when you were a little kid, like in the second grade, and everyone's talking about what their favorite food is? I could just imagine you as this tiny little redheaded, squeaky voice girl being like, "Whatever cereal is the cheapest." I don't have you. one. No. <laughs> I, oh, that I don't sounds have exactly one. like me. <laughs> Whatever's <laughs> cheapest. I, if I honestly, my favorite food is free food. That like, yeah, hands I feel down. That. But okay, but let's say there's all the food in front of you that you can think of, and it's all free. What are you reaching for? If I would eat the whole, like, the entire just all table, of it, just fill like, up on calories. I would make myself sick. Yeah, I would. I would eat as many calories as possible in that day. You're a vegetarian. Vegetarian. Yeah. Okay. What about if it, it's on if it's free meat on the table? No, not at all. No, I don't like meat. I don't eat meat. Why? Why? What's the choice? Why? I'm okay I, with it. Just curious. I'm okay. I'm with not it. challenging it. <laughs> Uh, I don't like meat. Like okay. even as a child, I would only eat chicken breast. I didn't even eat like minced beef, none of it. Okay. I would eat chicken nuggets and like no lamb, no, oh my almost God. no beef. Like I, I, I wouldn't eat chicken if it was off the bone because oh I hated man. the like bits in it and stuff like that. So I've just never ever liked meat. When Valerie and I first started dating, we were we lived together. We would cook two entrees every night, one vegetarian and one like meat. So. Yeah. We've also lived full vegetarian together. Um, I believe you're vegan, right? Um, I say that with disdain. <laughs> I used to be full vegan, and then now I'm more sustainable because I like to do like farm fresh steak. stuff. Yeah. So you will eat a good steak <laughs> that is sustainably raised. Um, that's the thing with with uh, farm like farm raised like it's just kind of what like whatever you can find there. So like I'll go to the meat guy, and then he'll have like oh I have some you know pig or i have some sausage and so then i'll just pick from that but most of the time i just get his eggs and then because i'm overwhelmed <laughs> by like all the options so i'm like i'll just get some Choice eggs and i leave yeah. wait the meat guy there's the like meat a, the, guy. the meat man yeah you just do what the meat man i says? do go to him you go to like a farmer's market yeah, yeah. Farmer's market, <laughs> tnt meat that guy yeah okay. mama's tamales if you're if you're going to any of the local farmer's markets look for mama's tamales straight up you're you're done it is fucking li- absolutely fire, dude. What about the tube steak? You fan of tube steak? Dude, absolutely love some tube steak in my face hole. What is a tube steak? <laughs> Penis. Penis? Penis. It is. <laughs> I eat that. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a di- 
Okay. Never mind. It's a dick joke. I yeah. for sure didn't know what tube steak was, but I also have to make another <laughs> confession. I don't fucking know what tamales are. Oh, no, I mean, I skip that. I was going to ask about that, and then you stumped me with, with the tube steak thing, too. And I'm like, are they both a penis? Why thing? is she <laughs> like a sausage? Like, wait, tamales? You no, know tamales I, know that, I know that they're food for sure. I, I bet <laughs> that I've had them, but I like, you know how when you when I picture a quesadilla, I've got a picture in my brain for that. Don't have that for tamales. I have no idea what they are. I just see signs. Like a corn husk, yeah, right? Yeah. It, it's like it's like a corn product. It's kind of like okay. it's like it's like bring Carlos. We need a description. Yeah, yeah. It's like brother, it's corn. It's, <laughs> There's good. Corn. it's good corn bread. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's basically like cornbread corn or matzah <laughs> yeah. wrapped around or or uh, packed on top of whatever meat you want, chicken, shredded, okay. shredded mm-hmm. pork, whatever, mm-hmm. and it's cooked inside of the corn husk. Um, so normally, oh my god, you see them presented like that, and that's how you eat them. And tamales are just like, dude. The best tamales in the world. If you're driving by a fucking gas station and there looks like a homeless lady selling yes. tamales yeah, out of her cooler, out of the back of her car, yes. buy a dozen, go home, stuff your face full like you're the fattest kid in school, and make love to your mouth. You'll have a good time. So I've got a picture of tamales. Will you look up tube steak next? <laughs> <laughs> My phone's For those oh who are just uh, not paying attention or, or listening, Nicola DJ just one. showed me a picture of tamales on his phone. <laughs> not tube steak. Yeah. Okay. Not but now look. Steak. I'll do that look, on my own. Look, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> this is what incognito tabs exist for. Oh, for sure. Dude, and I've certainly heard that term before, tube steak, but I just wrote it off. It's like, Same. yeah, it's food. It's I just thought it was like a sausage. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah, exactly. Which I didn't the sausage is Oh, man, food. this is bullshit. I looked it up. The first thing I get is from the dictionary. It says a Frankfurt or a hot dog. Yeah. That is not. Be okay, like so it's just an innuendo. Ur- urban Dictionary. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, they're Frank claiming that it's <laughs> army <laughs> lingo <laughs> for the male sexual organ, the penis. Typically used in the phrase tube steak and white gravy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, white gravy, yeah, Yeah. for sure. But tube steak, I really like like that term. Do you have any pictures yet? Uh, Image. (laughs) I'll just (laughs) let you see what you find. Give me tube steak. Do you have safe search off? That's 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 the thing. Give you tube steak in a sentence. You just realize how that sounds said and done. Yeah. Popularized in the movie Full Metal Jacket, I want to slip my tube steak into your sister. What do you take in trade? Whoa. There you that go. Was, that was a good sentence. That that's really where good. I heard. That that's where I heard <laughs> tube steak, dude. <laughs> it's from a movie. Look it up. Look up. That's a good full, movie. Full Metal Jacket quote. I just yeah. you're quoting Full Metal Jacket. That is a very old movie. I was a youngster when the movie came out, and Nick's quoting something like from the 1950s now. Wow. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> Show me. I, so I, I did oh, look up yeah. tube steak and it, I didn't get anything <laughs> that I liked. Oh, no. So I Googled tube steak man. Oh, and geez. that's what I got. So that's tube steak man. <laughs> Describe tube steak man for us, please. Okay. Uh, it's a ginger man with glasses. Looks kind of tall, lengthy, maybe works out. And he's got a massive piece of steak that looks like a penis on a uh, what looks to be a checkout counter in a supermarket. It's a large one. Yeah. Like larger than, than Nicks. normal for sure. Like painful. <laughs> Mr. Tube Steak, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> We're eventually going to run out of show. Yeah. And I want to ask you some questions. Oh, right. Yeah, let's, get, let's get back to 45 you. countries. Yes. How many of them have you made a skydive in? Uh, I don't know exactly. At least probably 15. Probably 15. Okay. 
Or no, probably 15 drop zones, maybe like 8 to 10 countries. So asking somebody is fa- their favorite drop zone is absolutely unfair because mm. there's so many great things about each place. Yep. So I do want to know some of your most memorable views in skydiving. Yep. I want you to know some of your most memorable or, or impressive skydives for whatever given reason. Yeah. And also your favorite communities. I understand none of them will be Houston and Spaceland, <laughs> and we're okay with that um, because we're just the coolest one, right? You have an alligator in your spook pond. W- dude, There's a fucking alligator in your spook Florida. pond. Go to Florida. I have to walk past the alligator to get back to my trailer. Florida, same thing. There, there's an alligator in there right now? Yes, oh. but he's got a tiny, you tiny nose. Shot. He's a baby. He like. You should catch tiny. him and take him inside. I thought about it. I he, bet he's, he's friendly. He's kind of cute. No, no, it's Crocodile Dundee, not Alligator Dundee. That's not a knife. Mm. This is a knife. <laughs> Yank a fucking <laughs> boomerang off the back of a car like a fucking pro. <laughs> have you seen that movie? Uh, uh, no. Have you heard of that movie? Yes. Okay. For sure. All right. <laughs> um, mm, most memorable. I my first jump in Mexico. We went to Puerto Escondido, and uh, my first first jump at that drop zone. I probably only had like a hundred and f- oh, maybe like two hundred jumps at the time, and there was whales in the sea, well, like like an actual whale in the ocean. Awesome. I was flying my pattern over whales, and I was screaming. And all these fucking swoopers that are already down on the ground. I'm like, you're missing it, you're missing it. And I was like, no one else was seeing this fucking whale and a baby whale. Like it was a, it was a big one and a small one. Oh my god, I was screaming. So amazing! I would, That's I absolutely memorable. would. That's yeah. oh some gosh. of my favorite moments involve seeing whales in the ocean yeah. and to see it from under parachute like a fucking yeah. seagull. They were huge too. It was really, really big. Did we, how many? It was just like one big one and a baby one. And you, I mean, you were just watching them move around. Were they surfacing? I was pretty stressed about the pattern, also. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I was kind of concentrating on that. But hold up your <laughs> left hand. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about my LT. Honestly, that works. Nick showed me that the other day. What, turn away from your altimeter? Turn, like, into the LT, yeah. Oh, into, you were it on your left I, were, I don't she, know why I thought t- right. She told me that she has a really genuine struggle w- between right and left, and I didn't believe it, so we t- we talked about it. It's, Are, it's a serious struggle. Is it a dyslexia thing, or is it just a, I don't know my left or my right uh, thing? I don't think it's dyslexia. I don't think it's called dyslexia, but it is a thing. It's like wires crossed yeah. in the brain. But like letters are all normal. Everything else, everything is just left and right. And the problem is, like, I can be so sure. Like, I'll say, yes, this is right, and I'll be absolutely sure that it's right, and it, it won't be. Like, so it's not even like, oh, like when Nick asks, I had to be really careful then t- to choose the right one. But sometimes the most dangerous part is when I'm sure that I'm, I'm right and I'm wrong. So Valerie and I highly rely on each other. Most particularly me rely on her for directions when we're driving. Yeah. How, how does that work for you and Eloy? I use my hands. So I do the same thing. If you ever ride with me as a passenger, I just do this in front yeah. of your window. As you're talking, I just point where you're going. Yeah. Partially, I have to do that. Yeah. Partially so I don't fuck it up and partially so if you're telling me a story, I don't be like, uh, turn left. Just. Yeah. I mean, it's happened where I've been like, turn left and he turns left. And I'm like, what the fuck? I told you left. And he's like, yeah. I've totally like, oh, done that. I went left. <laughs> Sorry. So it was interesting to have a Does conversation about which side of the road we drive on and which side of the car the driver's seat is and to think that anything <laughs> I was saying was going to be meaningful at all. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Like, it really means nothing. But. So, but back to the most beautiful view. I, I, how do you top that, right? That's epic. Yeah. I've seen some pretty epic sunsets and things like that, but in general, nothing beats the whales. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's... There, I have a lot of things I want to see in life. Mm. For example, we talked about the Northern Lights together. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think I can time and definitely make that happen. Mm-hmm. 
I'm gonna uh, you go. You need more sky, than three days, though. I'm gonna go skydive and check out. I'm gonna go for like a two week trip to yeah, get me the t- like. I want. I want to go skydive and make sure I'm under parachute and check out wells while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. There's times and places you can try it, mm-hmm. but chances of making that happen again are pretty fucking rare. Yeah, I, I did see them a couple of times. So if you spend the month out in Puerto, actually they're open all the time now. Um, you can go. Out, they're still open. So maybe it happens. I Might don't know what whale season is out there, but to try it. So most beautiful place, most beautiful community, the group of people you just mm-hmm. like, if you could only be part of one drop zone ever again, what is it? There's a lot of, do- you've been to a lot of great places. No. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, it has to be Norway. And not Voss. Not Voss. I've never been to Voss. I'm, what I'm talking about is Skydive Oslo. It's completely different to, to Voss. Voss is a very... Um, uh, it's an industry. It's a it's a commercialization. Like it's it's a very commercial drop zone. They do a lot of a lot of business and a lot of numbers. Yeah, they're Skydive identified Oslo. with extreme sport. Mm-hmm. Period. Right. So. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. They have Veco, which is like the biggest extreme sport festival yeah. in the in the world. They're actually they're doing the Norwegian Nationals this year, which Eloy and I are going to enter. Hopefully. Let's go. Yeah, we're going to try. Um, and they also they, I think they want Worlds the the year after or whenever the next one is as well. So that's pretty exciting. You're but anyway, Voss does. Voss does. Okay. Voss. Voss. Skydive Oslo is this small like community run drop zone i mean all the drop zones in norway are um they're not commercial drop zones they're like clubs say um but this one it's just in the middle of the forest so you've got to travel to get out there it's open like seven days a week or whatever there's bunkhouse there's about a hundred trailers on site and uh when people come out there they come for like a week or two at a time especially during july when all of norway just has the month off everyone's out there and they're just hanging about so when the when the day's done, like we still we share showers, we share kitchen, like everything is so communal out there, and it can be extremely overwhelming at first. But the community is so friendly and so they're really like a family. Like it's it's like nothing I've experienced before. The do view. Guys, do you guys have a lot of locals out there too? Like they they kind of have their own crew out there, and then you kind of have visiting jumpers, or is it pretty much just all people from the area? And then you get the occasional. Uh, straggler like yourself <laughs> so last year was quite unique it's the only year i've been there and uh, norway was closed down to the rest of the, the world so we didn't have any international events and stuff like that um so it was pretty much all norwegians and then yeah the stragglers like the ones who are the foreign instructors that they need to to keep the business running throughout the summer and stuff like that because obviously norwegians can't just work a season for four months of the year so they all the norwegians have other jobs and they come and help out during the season but it's us like foreign instructors that that do the, the majority of the work um but yeah they're Communally, they're mostly just Norwegians. I see. Are they pretty yeah. welcoming of uh, of those other people coming in? And for sure. And like the whole kind of like work all day and then hang out at night, and yeah. it's kind of like one big uh, one big family situation. Yeah. Does that ever get uh, dramatic? Because I know I'm some. I mean, if it's anything like any drop zone, I'm sure there's some shit going on basically all the time. Oh, for sure there is. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't drink anymore, so but I still party. So I was still up at like 3, 4 a.m. watching all the... And the Norwegians... That's got to be weird, having that perspective oh, so when you're not on that level and you're just watching. It is, but particularly with Norwegians because they're so um, like straight-faced during the day. They're so just... They don't show any sort of emotion. The tandems Sterile. also, like they're just, they're, like they're, you get nothing from them. And then as soon as I've had a couple of beers, holy shit, it's like a floodgate opens. And I'm like, who are you? Like, I don't even know you. Uh, so that's fascinating to watch. They would they came here for a few years and during the day they would train the free flight team and the four-way team were training yeah. and eventually they would bring in their, their younger groups. Uh, mm-hmm. Anna's doing that into the land now with yeah, some groups. Yeah. 
And it was crazy because we'd watch these Norwegian guys come and train, and they're very, very nice and very friendly to us. Mm-hmm. But you can see a focus, you can see a discipline. You could be like, "Yo, what's up, robots? You guys gonna do it?" You go, <laughs> and then we'd go out afterwards and drink and party with them. You're like, "This is not the same person. Nothing bad. Super fun. Super nice. Super good times." It's like, what the fuck just happened to you? Yeah. It's a good people. Yeah. Um, I, I really had a feeling just because I. I want to go to Norway. It is one yeah. of the places I hear the most fun things about the people. Yep. Anybody I've met from Norway has been a good time. It, it just seems like a lot of fun. If anyone listening, and then Alex, anyone wanted to come visit us in Norway this summer, we are planning a 24-hour record with multiple aircrafts flying because there's three days, actually. Like, this is in the south of Norway where we can fly 24 hours straight. So anybody who jumps on any one of those loads goes in the record. And it's not a current record, so... What's the record that you're saying? No, there isn't, like, it's a 24-hour, basically as many loads that could be done, as many jumps that can be done in a 24-hour period. Mm. Um, as far as I know, there's no current record, so whatever, however many we do yeah. in that 24-hour period is the record. There is a record of 740 loads in 24 hours. 740 no, no, loads. 640 loads in 24 hours. B- yeah, there's a... Okay, I didn't know about that one, yeah. but there's also another record of a, an Italian skydiving team that did, like, the most amount of freefall in 24 hours. And our Norwegian, like the the VFS, mm-hmm. the national VFS team is going to try and break that as well during the 24-hour period. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. So you should come visit. Man, I would Do love it. to. When is it going on? We should. It's I will get you exact dates if anyone wants to come and see me. Um, want to go? Maybe. Do it. Just come out for the week. Let me talk, like, I'll sort let me you talk out. to I'll my pick, manager. I'll pick you up from the airport. <laughs> when is it? Can you we'll like ballpark? I think, I think it's in July, but I have to I think he might not you. be able to go. Yeah, July. That's going to be rough. A week too? I don't know. The guy sitting next to me might kill me. And his better half, and I know, his better half schedule pretty good, and she might kill him. Yeah. So. All right. Well, Alex is uninvited, but anyone no, else wanna listening that wants to come. <laughs> so really, the reason we're Any banning Alex jumpers? from going is, hey, Nick, you want to go? Yeah, I'm going we'll to go. I'm going to go, and we can only afford to have so many people out at once. So. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, but can seriously. You, just, you can just fire me for the week, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, Yeah, but I'm not going to hire you when you come back. Mm. I'm not Jason Hyder. I don't hide everybody. <laughs> no staff are invited. <laughs> Only fun jumpers. Fair enough. I respect yeah. that. Oh my god! Uh, uh, if you've never, if you if you ever get a chance, mm-hmm. go to Skydive Chicago when you're okay. in America. Um, has any have any of you guys been to Skydive Chicago? I have not personally. I've heard really good things. You've Nick been. is raising his hand. Man, the vibe you talk about the atmosphere. It's really hard to get a large drop zone with a small vibe. It's just mm. a very difficult thing to balance and maintain. And, and the Nelson family has done it like nobody else can in America. Yeah. I can't speak for other places, but in the U.S., he's absolutely, I guess I say he started with Roger, now Rook. It, that place is just wonderful. The woods, the tiki bar, the pond, the yeah. atmosphere, just such a great group of people. So now the last one, if there's like, one ultimate DZ that you could be at because you've got community, you've got plane, you've got jumps, you've got skills, you've got mm. the most that you could take away from it. Where would you go? I don't like commitment and I don't like staying in one place for too long. So I need three. Pi- okay. And I do like Bad. four months in each place. Okay. I think I have them. Go. I spend four months in Norway. I spend three months here and I go to Canaries after that. And there it's an expanding drop zone where we intend to like make a drop zone in, in Tenerife or somewhere that has AFF and things like that so I can fly camera and, and do AFF. And there's a tunnel out there. So that's the idea. 
So I'm blown away at all the ideas. I'm actually a little shocked to hear Houston. <laughs> and I think we have a great place, but you've just been to so many great places, and mm-hmm. yet you put us amongst one of the places you want to be. That's a huge compliment. I yeah. The people here, dude. It's we have such a great community. I love them. Yeah. Except for I mean, Elsa. the manager's a dick. But. Yeah. Oh, before we leave the show, we have to. Don't get talk to about this. Stephen Boyd that way. <laughs> we ha- we have to get to this. Um, this might be Elsa's last show. What? I'm throwing her under the bus. Oh, oh what's up, Elsa? How are you doing? Hi. Hey. Yeah. I know. Speaking of the great community, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> yeah. It's, we, we're, we're going to miss you. Um, it's all good news, guys. Elsa's moving on. She's, she's moving on in life, doing her own things. I'll let you share whatever you want there. Uh, we don't want her to go. She doesn't want to go as far as the show part goes. She wants to be where she wants to be, though. Fair statement? Fair. Yeah. 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 So exciting news that I get to quit my nine to five. Um, I get to like, I get to do my freelance and, and, and go explore the world and stuff like that. So I've been wanting to get out of the rat race for a long time and an opportunity came up where I'm able to live for cheaper and my rent was up. And so I'm like, I'm going to go explore. Um, I'm really excited to be closer to somebody special and a mountains and climbing and camping and hiking and all that good stuff while able to work for myself so it's super exciting hey uh mel was asking me earlier today excuse me uh who who's responsible for all the awesome stickers that mm. show up all over the drop zone oh, yeah. Hi. I, I don't know if we've uh shared as often as we probably should have what your freelance skill is mm. so do you want to talk about that or do you want me to brag about you um yeah i guess i love drawing right so yeah I'll, I'll brag about her just for one second because she has done all of LB Altimeter's new buffs. She has done one of their new shirt designs, and she's done a little bit of other design with them. Uh, she has done design and worked with Option Studios, doing some jerseys, buffs, pull-up cords for them. She has done artwork for the Rating Center. Uh, most specifically, I needed some animations or, or uh, character characters for some of our PowerPoint, and she helped provide that clip art. I gave her designs exactly what i asked for is what i get um and exactly the adjustments you ask for is what you get she does a really good job of interpreting i'm not an artist i can't explain these things Mm -hmm. she does a good job of taking those words and making my visions become a reality but making them better than i think they should look um and uh i know a few other projects she freelances on we do some work side on the side as well and absolutely i would hire uh, elsa and i do and i and i encourage anybody to do so so there's my fucking brag on the how, how how does a normal person who doesn't know you in the way that we do how do they contact you to have you do some some of the awesome things that you make um elsa josephine designs at, on both um facebook and instagram um elsajosephine.com um yeah those are good ways just message yeah me. if you're lost and you don't know how to do it hit me up on the show hit us up any way you know how and we will tie you into elsa uh very flexible as far as uh, yoga and body positions go, <laughs> but her <laughs> art but is also artwork. <laughs> no, her artwork absolutely. I don't know if you're actually flexible or not, uh, but artwork wise, absolutely extremely flexible. So you you do a great job. Thank you. We'll miss having you on the show. Oh my gosh, it's such a bittersweet thing, man. Like I'm gonna miss everybody so much. Yeah. So one cool thing that has happened in your time on this show is you've actually got to be around the skydiving scene a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just something you've been trying to do as a growing jumper, and you've even got to travel and see a lot more events and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Are you excited? Yeah, exactly. I think like 
this being able to set my own schedule um will be able to I'll, I'll be able to travel more for sure I mean like I had flexibility before but um I was the only in-house graphic designer at my job and so I had to be there for protection for production reasons like for quality control making sure that the things got sent and printed correctly whereas now I can just um leave production up to other people now basically which really is the biggest headache of that job of that industry right mm-hmm. so yeah man we're gonna miss you so yeah i know i'm, I'm trying not to cry i'm good <laughs> you've got your chocolate you've got your last moment leave my house and never come back again who's gonna end the show i don't know <laughs> bye <laughs> bye uh mel thank you so much for coming no was worries. it as bad as you thought it would be uh, Absolutely. Be honest, you had a pretty high level of anxiety about this whole I thing. Had, yes. I mean, what, was any anxiety. part of what happened terrible? I don't feel like we talked about anything real, though. I think you, you guys let's, just Let's, let's talk. What do you want to talk about that's real? You want to talk about meditation? I asked you about some <laughs> cool drop zone things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Have you, you said you've listened to the show, right? Mm-hmm. Have you not figured out we don't know what we're doing and we just sit here and talk <laughs> shit for two hours? Yeah, that's kind of what I was worried about. Lots of squirrel right. moments. It went okay. It was smooth, so... Lots of squirrel moments. You know, like, oh, wait, what were we just talking about? What were you hoping we were going to talk about? I don't know. I Come on. Not sure. Not sure? I know she wanted to start with man kissing, guys on the couch, and... and uh, yeah, I you said Nick was going to talk about blowjobs for two hours, so sucking so cock. About giving one or getting one? He Go said ahead you were going to talk about music. giving it. <laughs> it's getting weird. Bye. It's getting weird in here. <laughs> <laughs> Guys and gals, Grab Your Lab Radio. We'll be back in a couple weeks. We have a list of guests coming up. Uh, thanks to Alex Glopper for really helping reinvigorate, reignite, and build Woo. that list back. Alex, tube steak. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, guys. Peace. It's funny that anyone doesn't want to listen to the show because we're not professional. I don't know what they mean. Not even sure what that means. Some people... No. Just don't take yourself so serious, people. And... and but Putin... Putin? Man, have you seen the news lately? Yeah, it's really scary. Oh my scary. god. Yeah. World War Three for real. Could be. You heard it here. From DJ Marvin. Half Asian. <laughs>